The Spanish Announce Table. Tom, it is episode 354 of the Spanish Announce Table, and uh, it's going to be a little different show this week. We're going to do a deep dive into something uh, we we haven't normally done deep dives into, but we record this on Thursdays for anybody listening back later on the podcast or watching later on the YouTube, Uh, and normally we cover AEW Dynamite, but they're going out Saturday night. They didn't do it yesterday, which was a little sad. Well, and they're also doing that again next week as mm. well. So we got a little bit of a different format for this week and next week. Heads up, spoiler alert. And so, yeah, we're going to be switching up the format and doing a deep dive on a pro wrestling show we actually like to watch. Mm. Crazy. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, so, Tim, you want to get right into it? Let's get right into it. All right, so we are going to be covering the GCW Fight Club that took place this past Saturday night. Now, obviously, it caught our attention because of the main event. It was a high-profiled match inside of the bubble of pro wrestling, right? This wasn't breaking the mold and getting the attention of your grandparents or, you know, the ESPNs of the world. But within this bubble... It got the attraction. And remember, this is independent pro wrestling. So this isn't something necessarily uh, that should be getting the attention with all the other independent promotions out there. So credit to GCW for getting this far. But what we were intrigued by was the main event, as I mentioned. Champion John Moxley taking on Challenger, the god of this shit. MDK all motherfucking day. Nick Gage. And we'll get into that match in just a second. But let's kick it off with the first match of the night. It was Alex Zane versus Ninja Mac versus at the last second, Leo Rush. And here's the thing uh, before uh, I, I get your feedback on this match. This is the Leo Rush that I'm okay with. The, mm-hmm. the you know, the I got money and I can get you invested into the I, I don't need your pyramid schemes. Just do the fun shit, right? Like. I hate to minimize what I like about you, but like this was the Leo Rush that I'm into. What did you think? Uh, yes, the Leo Rush thing was super cool. Like that that little kind of addition there late. And Ninja Mac is. He is the coolest, oh right? Oh my gosh. Alex Zane was very impressive. Obviously, Leo Rush is Leo Rush, so we know of his capabilities. Mm. And it was a good surprise to see him in this match. But I left saying, I want more Ninja Mac. He can do this little pudgy bastard looking like a. A white milk dud can get around and do all the types of flips and shit. And he and looks like un- it's a like it's a dad in a Halloween costume, right? You don't. Yeah. I mean, he's got some guns, like if you look at him. But like you know, if you stood next to him, you you know what I mean. He's like not you said, physically if, impressive. Yeah, but if you put your arm around him, you knowing what you know, you'd be like, okay, this guy can. You know what I mean? Like obviously, yeah. you have to have some of you know to have his abilities. But looking across the room, you might be like, yeah, this fucking guy. And yeah, here he comes, a true ninja. He does real ninja moves, man. This stuff is crazy. Yeah, if you were in a room and you were to pick out your 10 wrestlers that you want to build a promotion, you might do one of the you and you and you mm-hmm. and you, you know, just skip over them. Yeah. Now, also, so Ninja Mac, to, to your point and what I already said, uh, I thought was the star of this match. But Alex Zane also was very impressive. I like this Taco Bell gimmick, the mm-hmm. Wayne 420, uh, what was it, Crunchwrap Supremes or something <laughs> yeah. like that. I thought that was fun. I don't know with like. Um, yeah, the, a lot of his moves were named after something. Right? Yeah, Taco Bell uh, <laughs> yeah. items. 
I, yeah. you know, as you get bigger, I don't know if you could do that on national TV because Taco Bell might be like, hey, fuck off. Right. But again, for this promotion and for what this was, thought it was great. The action was off the charts. It was just boom, 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 boom. Now, the finish I was very interested in, and I want your feedback mm-hmm. on this. So it was Alex Zane hitting his big move on Ninja Mac. Then we see Leo Rush get to the top rope but doesn't get to break up the count because he was too late. Now, some people thought, was this a botch? What the hell was that? That was clunky. That was bad. I loved it. What did you think? I loved it as well. We have talked before about how I, tongue-in-cheek somewhat, am begging for a failed hot tag, right? Because it wouldn't, like, why does it work every time, (laughs) right? Once in a while, the crowd's going nuts. You jump in and you get your ass fucking knocked right out right so this is the same thing right like sometimes you know that like when we we see guys do something very similar in the like oh i kicked out a three and a half and it's like oh you you barely beat me right this is the same kind of thing right like oh man i was just not there right like just right there i loved it i loved it It was like ah close better luck next time leo you know being retired you had a little ring rust sorry I, I loved it because to to your point, yeah, I want a hot tag not to work. I also want a high risk maneuver not to pay off once in a while. Yeah. And, and, high and risk. if you were right, and if you were to break kayfabe for a second here, or excuse me, if you were to be in kayfabe, that's what I meant to say, and you were to watch this as if it was a real fight, you would go, What is Leo Rush doing? Like the action is on the other side of the ring. Why is he going to the opposite corner? And now he had to plan, but the other two guys aren't just sitting around with their thumb in their ass, just waiting for this guy to jump on them. So they're going to get the pin in, right? Yeah. Alex Zane's going to pin this motherfucker and get the win. So I thought that was cool. And i like that Leo Rush was like, fuck, damn, man. Mm, like, like, you you just, mm. yeah, it's just like he put his, you know, folded his arms like, well, Yeah, shit. just the disappointment, like, ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. Man. Yeah, I like, that's uh, real. Like, it is it's, real, it, yes. It's, it's a new wrinkle into what was a good triple threat mm-hmm. match. Again, uh, action was off the charts. So uh, as well, what? so uh, if if I can say something, I was disappointed in this match with, with especially with Leo Rush, is that we did not see Danielle Fisher. Mm, you know, mm-hmm. and that's always something I started to come to expect with Leo Rush indie matches. You know, let's take a quick sidestep mm. here. Uh, mm. We'll get back to the GCW, but mm. you bring up a good point. You think Tony Khan? is doubling down on Leo Rush because Leo Rush is a very, very good pro wrestler and matches with Dante Martin and Matt Seidel are going to be incredible and going to kick off the show just like you want. But maybe Tony Khan's what in a boy meets world moment mm-hmm. in AEW. Right. Right. If you, if you got, if Wouldn't you got, you? when you try, well, if you got Topanga already in, I don't think it's that hard to get Corey to just do a one-off appearance I'd love it. Yeah, I'm sure he'd do it for a couple hundreds, right? <laughs> I'd love it. I tell you what. I don't know. So, Tony Khan, I know you're watching. Uh, let's uh, If you're going to get Leo Rush yep. to do this uh, pyramid scheme, let's get a Boy Meets World moment. Also, this is something I thought about throughout the night, not in just this match, but this was the first match. So it was the first time I thought about it. I think we ask a lot of times. We can go to SpanishAnnounceTable.net. We have a PayPal link if you'd like to donate to the show. Um, you know, we, we would love that. Um, but right now, I'm, I'm asking for a different philanthropy, right, from everybody. I wonder if we can all chip in and help GCW get a ring apron. No, I liked it. I liked it for <laughs> okay, this one. Right. Yes. Now, typically, well, it's Fight Club. 
So yeah, right. This one felt because, I, and and I agree with you because I noticed that a couple different times. Like, what in the fuck is happening? Right? <laughs> and maybe I'm I, I'm getting too much into my head, but I felt like with what the main event was gonna be, where we were mm. gonna grab all the shit. Well, let's just get rid of get all rid the frivolous of the ring stuff. Apron. Yep. We know we're going underneath, right? We're we're grabbing all the stuff. So just get rid of the shit. Yep. So maybe I'm thinking too much into that. But mm-hmm. yeah, I did notice no ring apron. No ring. I apron. think that's the first time on TV that I've ever seen just a ring exposed underneath. Which yeah, is interesting. And I didn't see a single uh, uh, kendo stick. Uh, no wrestler's court wasn't going on under there. Something's, interesting. Something's no something's horn wrong. swoggle. No nothing. Yeah, something's wrong. S- Speaking of little people, let's go into our second match. We had Marco Stunt and Joey Janela taking on Chris Dickinson and Starboy Charlie in a tag match. What would you think here? Uh, this is when it started really setting in one of the reasons to love GCW. And it's a shout-out to friend of the show, Kevin Gill. Uh, you're going to get announcing on GCW like none other that you're seeing in, in pro wrestling anywhere, right? If you want to talk about real... This is two fellas having a great time watching what's going on here. Still doing professional move calls and stuff like that and doing color correctly, but like they're not beholden to some sort of FCC guidelines mm-hmm. or sponsorship worries, and it's fun. Here, Kevin Gill said of Chris Dickinson and Starboy Charlie uh, that they both have very supportive moms, right? <laughs> was the thing he was giving praise on, and I was just like, I love it, right? Like, yeah, he's like, these guys are great, right? Yeah. <laughs> they're very supportive moms. I thought this was good because this is where, as an AEW fan, right? Like, I am AEW mm-hmm. through and through. Call me a mark, whatever you want to call me. I don't care. Uh, but AEW is my my home promotion that, I, that I'm always going to make sure to make the time for. And I've always said, hey, I want to see more Joey Janela. I want to see Marco Stunt not just get thrown about, around by Wardlow. Let's see him do some fun stuff. And it was cool to see, like, oh... Like, they can do that. This is why they got signed to AEW. Check out the cool shit they're going to do in this match. And they did. I thought both of them were over with their entrances. Uh, Even though it doesn't, like, fit, I didn't think. You know, like, if you put Joey Janela and Marco Stunt as characters, I don't know if they would like each other. Right. But sure. Uh, But they were fun. Uh, Starboy Charlie was really cool. I thought he was interesting and and cool. Uh, Chris Dickinson, though. He is built like a Coke machine. Yeah. I tell you what, he, he knows where the weights solid, are. solid, right? Yeah. Like, it looked like every muscle was one more pump away from just bursting out of his skin. Yeah, if there was an award for best getting off the bus, he's getting that because he yeah. was built. Well, and it looked very... like a, a more natural Brian Cage, if you will, right? Like, a little less. Yeah, uh, yeah, he hasn't enhanced, reached the second level. Right? Yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> Right. He's he's the he's the first version of what mm-hmm. this body type is, and right. then you get to Brian Cage. Mm-hmm. I'm interested though to see what happens from this. So uh, Chris Dickinson and Starboy Charlie get the victory, but then post match, Joey Janela and Marco Stunt are like, "These guys are okay with us. Like they're gonna be good." And I was like, "Okay." And again, maybe aesthetics. I don't. You know, you have Second Gear Crew as your tag champ, so we'll get to them here in a moment. I just don't see that second gear crew is going to be given the fight of their life from Chris Dickinson and Starboy Star Charlie. Starboy Charlie, right. Mm-hmm. Well, and it's not even that it's Starboy Charlie. It's just that the dynamic isn't like a like I didn't really see a lot of like tandem moves or like right. traditional tag teams. Yes, you right. know, so it's like yeah, I don't know what they would do. It doesn't have that to... like 
which we'll talk about later, what will have that uh, yeah. for for the second uh, or was it second gear crew, right? Yeah. And, and you know, and I think what I'm trying to allude to here is like Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy, even if you took away the gimmicks, the way they wrestle, that is a formidable opponent to any tag team champions, right? I could see them beating Lucha or Lucha Bros or I could see them beating Young Bucks, you know, all, mm-hmm. any of those teams. But with Chris Dickinson and Starboy Charlie, there's something missing. It's yeah. two, like, individuals that, like, I guess we're friends. So, you know? well, and they did pull into that, like, kind of like, all right, well, let's shake hands. Like, yeah, you're, you're all right with me, kid, kind of a, you know, attaboy thing. So maybe if they lean into that and it's not a tag team and we get, you know, a bit of a feud because it's like, you know what? No, you're not all right, you punk, right? And then, yeah. Right. Yeah, and we won't go into the second night, but I do want to mention Joey Janela's match with Minoru mm. Suzuki Woo-woo! See, I haven't Tell seen that what. I have oh. not seen the second night yet. So Aftermath. you know, well, so you know from firsthand experience oh. watching Davey Richards versus Minoru Suzuki, yeah. how physical Suzuki can be. Well, yeah, and we know of Janela. And Joey Janela just doesn't oh. care about his safety, so there you go. I won't ruin anything for you, but I did want to mention that that was a hell of a match. Uh, credit to both guys there. So let's get back into the card here in our third match of the night. It was a singles match. Uh, young kid here, Jordan Oliver. Yeah. I didn't know too much about him. I've seen him obviously on other GCW shows. Seen him on shows. Impact before. Oh, you have? Oh, no, it was I, MLW. I, it was MLW, excuse me. I've yes, seen I've seen MLW. him on MLW yeah. as well. Yeah, and I've seen him in multi-man matches in GCW, mm-hmm. but this is the first one-on-one. Yeah. Like him, but where I came, like, okay, we got a heel here. Yeah. This Attic- Atticus Cougar. Yeah, Cougar. Cougar. Yeah. Me, Atticus Cougar. Fuck, people hate yeah. this guy. Yeah, and, and so... Uh, shout out to Kevin Gilligan, uh, who said about Atticus Kogar, and I wrote this down. He says, a guy who doesn't give a single care about the crowd here. He'll Spider-Man his semen into everyone's face, <laughs> which he was doing at the time. <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> right. It's just, you know, because uh. when you look at the GCW shows and you see Matt Cardona get the heat that he's getting. Ooh, yeah. I un- it feels still like a little bit of uh, tongue in cheek, right? Like, ah, oh, we just don't like you because you're not doing the GCW thing. With this Atticus motherfucker, it yeah. seems like I don't like it. With that Matt guy. Cardona, it's what he represents and him leaning into it, saying like, "Lick my yeah. balls, I'm better than you," and um, and then him taking it and being like, "Ah, I'm the best ever here," right? And everybody's like, "Fuck this right. guy." No, this Atticus Coger is like one where they're like, "No, no, we're gonna follow this guy out of the parking lot." Yeah, rip his fucking piercings out, and we're gonna fucking piss in his face, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It seems more, yeah. With my, Matt Cardona, it seems like, hey, just get out of here, man. Like we just don't want you here. Yeah, go go away. With Atticus, it feels like uh, we're never gonna be friends. Yeah, like we do not <laughs> like this guy, and and like, he's a part of that four uh, four Ohio or OH crew with uh, Ricky Shane Page. Uh, all of them have heel heat, like none other. Uh, it'll be interesting to see where he goes from here. Jordan Oliver got the victory, but Atticus sticks those fucking things mm. in his head. What in the sh- This is where, look, Atticus did this in the perfect spot because, again, no one likes him. Mm-hmm. He's a shithead. He would do this thing. It makes sense. But this is where it's like, I'm glad we didn't see it again. You know what I mean? Like, it was used once. Because you do it too many times, and now I'm just like, what in the fuck are we doing? Are we just like, 
in it to hurt ourselves. Like, it, like I said, is this consensual torture? Like, it's a little much, but Atticus left those fucking things in Jordan's head, so I would imagine we're going to get round two of yeah, this. I would imagine we're going to get that. And yeah, there's Jordan Oliver, kid. I mean, I like, I, I feel I get an early cast vibe from the guy, not in like his attitude, but just that kind of like, we got a big guy here who's got some skills. Uh, he's a little kind of um, not tight with him, if you will, right? Um, mm-hmm. And he's a young kid, so I think young young kids are kind of prone to that too, right? They'll they'll fly around, and not necessarily have the most coordination and that kind of stuff. Um, but he seems to get it. He seems to know what pro wrestling is, so that yeah. can only help him, right? And so, yeah, barring injuries or just bad attitude, I don't see why this guy doesn't you know enhance his stance in the pro wrestling world as the years go along. Yeah, and I believe he's twenty two. I think mm-hmm. is what they, what yeah. Kevin or someone he's like said. a young kid. Yeah, because he still has baby fat on him. You know what I mean? Like he still has that. Like you just just do some bench press and squats, and you're gonna look different. I would like totally six card him if I was working at a liquor store. Yeah, a hundred percent. Hundred percent. Not even blink. I'd be like, I need an ID guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so now let's get into uh, a little bit of a quick intermission. Brett Lauderdale comes out and he says, I have a major announcement, a major announcement. Yeah. The major announcement is <gasps> Matt Cardona comes out. God, the fuck out so of great. Oh, so wonderful. Oh, so now <laughs> this was for the internet yeah. title, mm-hmm. uh, internet title versus GCW career match. Matt Cardona versus Effie. Mm. Uh, what'd you think? This was this was Shout out to Kevin Gill again, who referred to Matt Cardona as a douche canoe uh, <laughs> during this match. Yep. Um, um, I loved this match. Matt Cardona right now is my favorite heel in pro wrestling. He is by wow. far and away just got this crowd at the palm of his hands. And, I mean, he can say anything do anything look at somebody and they will just be like kill him like they fucking hate this guy and i'm loving every second of it right i love his cheesiness with it because even i could say i'd be like i don't really like this fucking guy <laughs> you know what i mean yeah. so it's yeah. very easy to to dial into um and at the end of this him using his fucking old school broski of the week headband to start choking out Effie, and then Effie likes it. Which here, hold on, let me let me put me up here with just that background right here. If you're watching on the YouTube, I, this was one of the coolest spots that again we don't get in in anywhere in else. mainstream media, yeah. right? So I want to I want to ask you about Effie because yeah. I I go back and forth on Effie. <clears throat> on one hand, I love. The Effie's big gay brunch. I like that he pushes the the limits of hey, accept different people into this bro culture of pro wrestling, mm. and I think that's great, and I love it. <laughs> and that spot was was fun. It was a different wrinkle on firing up. Right, he gets choked. He kind of likes it, you know. However, I think sometimes my criticism of Effie mm-hmm. is that. What he's doing to get over is I'm gay and like I'll get my I'm gonna sex you up (laughs) and it's like and then the guy like freaks out yeah it's a little bit denigrating to the gay yeah yeah I feel like I feel like you know it's almost a caricature of the homosexual community and so while I like that he does these events sometimes yeah let's dial it back you know what I mean I haven't talked to uh, 
any gay folks about FE, specifically gay wrestling fans. So please get to us. Hashtag tweet the table right. on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tableshow at gmail.com. Talk to us about that because sure I would can only imagine there's a lot of, of variance of what mm. you'd hear positive or negative from them about Effie. Um, yes, I do think it is a bit of a character. Now, sometimes I – we will not discuss this here, but a hot-button issue right now in mainstream media is the Chappelle's, you know, understanding oh, or yeah. not understanding of the trans community. Um, yeah. I generally – and people wonder – like, I've heard people say, like, well, you didn't get mad when you talked about black people and stuff. I think it's a known – trope in media that like people of a specific type culture classification can say or do whatever they want about that type culture classification within limits right so Mm -hmm. sometimes i'm like okay well effie's doing it if effie's really gay in real life i don't know what his real name is right on you and your friends right like in your community because i'm not of that community you know per se right so yeah i i don't know any of those things either right like i don't know if he's playing a role if he really is gay i assumed he was based on the support he has for it so yeah i i definitely i think if i was of that community i might be like hey man tone it a little back right (laughs) like you know yeah because in that community and maybe i'm painting with a broad stroke here but you know you look at someone like sunny kiss and sunny kiss can do the thing where if you go back to the buy-in of one of the earlier pay-per-views from AEW, he's taking uh tommy dreamer and shoving him in his ass you know the 10 times yeah. stuff and that's fine but like every match from sunny kiss isn't i'm dropping down to my knees let me see that dick kind of stuff you know what i mean and so yeah However, I get that Effie yeah. can can do that here because it's not on TNT and things right. like that. It's, it's a rough crowd, right? But right. it just feels like that's all you are. Like you can't. What else? Yeah. You know what I mean? I I will say him naming the move, stealing Zack Ryder's move, and calling oh, it the Sack Ryder. The Sack Ryder is perfect. Well, yeah, and I love and I, that. So he stole Zack Ryder's move. He calls it the Sack Ryder, but the announcers keep saying, like, this is a knockoff of the Sack Ryder that he's doing. I loved it. All of Yeah, Zack Ryder would do his own move, and they're like, that looks like a Sack Ryder. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> like kind of a cheap, not as good version of the Sack Ryder. And first of all, the double entendre even of Sack Ryder even. Like, it's so – that's a chef's kiss for me of the, of the whole thing. Yeah, I thought this was great. So the fallout from this match is that Matt Cardona gets the victory because a mystery, mm-hmm. a mystery, uh, I guess, wrestler uh, interferes, takes out Alley Catch, takes out Effie. Matt Cardona then hits the sack rider and gets the victory. This wrestler pulls off their disguise. It is Matt Cardona's wife or fiance. I don't know what I think the status fiance is right but now. But fiance, I don't know maybe, for sure. Yeah, sure. Maybe wife. Uh, but it's Chelsea Green. So we get Chelsea Green now. And they make out in front of this crowd. Oh. <laughs> they go for the tonsils, which was yeah. a great move, too. Which she even was probably like, all right, dude, you're sweaty. You can kind of tell she was nope. like, enough, bro. Yeah, and he was like, I love it. <laughs> We're like, going to do this, to this all heat. night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wait till we get to the fucking hotel. Right. <laughs> so you get oh. Matt Cardona gets his internet title back. Mm-hmm. And then also, if you've been following Matt Cardona on social media, I believe it was Matt Cardona, or maybe it was Chelsea Green who posted it. Uh, we are going to get in a future GCW event, Chelsea Green versus Alley Catch. So what do you think about that matchup? Chelsea Green, again, this is her first time in this GCW world. We saw at Glory Pro, uh, Alley Catch versus Warhorse, and that was a, uh, you know, 
that was a rough match. There was a lot of chair shots and, and brutal moves. So Allie's ready for this, right? Like she can come and do it. Oh yeah. Is Chelsea with, green? Yeah. Well, and with Chelsea green, if you're breaking kayfabe here for a second, she might have a bit of a glass body where it's a broken wrist here or a torn ACL there or a broken toe here. You know, hopefully she can get through the damn match, but uh, we're going to find out. I've seen Allie catch like put her body through hell personally like we've mm-hmm. seen it like, yeah in front of our very eyes right not through a screen so yeah i know she can go right i don't, yeah. I don't know about chelsea green we'll see we will see i'm interested but i'm also interested in how matt cardona is infusing his world more and more into gcw so first That's it was the beauty of it all yeah yeah so first it was matt cardona like a trojan horse coming to the door GCW lets him in. And I would not be shocked if then we see uh, Brian Myers horn swoggle uh, or swoggle. That is we are, we're going to see Chelsea green. I mean, his whole little stable of people. And I don't mean to say little people, but his little, (laughs) his stable of people don't be, don't be shocked if swoggle cost Nick Gage in a rematch with Matt Cardona. So you brought this up and live as we speak right now, I think impact wrestling is doing a show. Uh, you brought this up to me off air one time. You said it is amazing how over Matt Cardona is getting as a heel by himself doing whatever he wants to like, he can manipulate it and impact wrestling is trotting him out there as a baby face. I don't understand what? Yeah, this is the most mind boggling yeah. decision I've, I've seen. I would understand if GCW wasn't getting the attention that they're getting. If right. you're like, hey, we just need a baby face. Matt Cardona looks the part, you know, put him on any magazine or put him in on any show and he'll check all the boxes. It's great. But <laughs> in this community, at least from my perspective, GCW is the one ascending the, you know, different levels of their company's promotions history and impact is kind of just in neutral. So why don't you take what's happening over here and say, now we're also doing it over on impact. I will say GCW has a little bit of a, of a head start though, because Matt Cardona is saying the culture of this company. Sure. Is well, bullshit. he represents everything. Right. He wrote, not. Right. Right. And impact, you know, they've had, Christian Cage and Kurt Angle and things like that. But you can still, he's so creative, you can find another wrinkle of what he could do in Impact. And just, he should be the star. He could be just shitting on all the supernatural things they do. Yes. Yeah. Make him the bumbling idiot who he hates could all like, this stuff. He could pull the plug. He could, like, pull back the curtain, right? And show, like, this isn't supernatural. You're flickering the lights over here with this fucking guy, right? Like, right, yeah. get everybody to be like, dude, don't fucking fuck you, right? Don't ruin this for us, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, I just, he, he can do something. He's obviously creative enough with the internet title, back with the Long Island Z, all the stuff. He has it in him. To come up with a fun Matt story. Matt Cardona has gotten himself over since the beginning of his fucking career. So many career times. Yeah. yeah. So many times. And here in Impact Wrestling, unlike GCW, he has all of his friends. You Matt know they want to do this stuff with him. Matt Cardona was on social media and, and YouTube, like on that train, before WWE was. Oh, yeah. Like, he mm-hmm. had to fight them to do more, and then they basically told him to stop and started doing it for everybody else. Like, yeah, he was ahead of the game on that. He knows what the fuck he's doing. 
Yeah, I, he definitely knows what he's, he's doing. He's my favorite heel in wrestling right now. So, like, I, that's why kind of one of the reasons, like, Impact, when I try to watch him, like, this is fucking, that's not yeah. the Matt Cardona I know. Well, and it's just not even, like, it's not even a sympathetic, the the, the limited, let me uh, clarify this statement before I say it, the limited things I have seen sure. of Matt Cardona in Same Impact here. Wrestling, it has been very generic, hey, Brian Myers, uh, we used to be friends, but now we're not. Let's, let's. Let's have a good old proper wrestling match. Like, what? Uh-uh. I ain't, I ain't seeing that shit. Anyhow, Matt Cardona gets the win. He's still in GCW. I don't know where he goes from here. I know who I want him to face next because I want him to maybe die, and that be that would be kind of fun for me, but I don't know. If you were booking Matt Cardona, where are you putting him at in GCW on the card? Like, who are you putting him up with? I love that he was in the world title picture. You know, I get, like, it's it's... I I would have kept him up there longer. It's easier to have somebody chasing a heel champion trying to throw him off. So I'm surprised they pulled that trigger so fast. That's where I still would have had him there because then you still had this internet wrestling thing to do afterwards. Whenever you want, yeah. So, yeah, I'm a little surprised at that. They must have had to rush this Moxley-Gage thing. It sounds like, you know, we're hearing Gage might be doing some other work maybe with AEW moving forward and Uh some things, and Moxley Uh might not be getting the green light for this too much longer maybe so well maybe they had to rush that i don't know yeah Uh, i think you know in the immediate whatever the next gcw pay-per-view is i think we're gonna get maybe a tag match effie alley catch versus chelsea green matt cardone right but Mm -hmm. i'm saying after that feud i know who i want to yeah what do you what do you want a j gray he can do all the fun stuff that matt he can have a wwe match if matt cardona is like Look, man, my body's kind of beat up. Let's just do some side tackles and some, you know, uh, shoulder shoulder tackle shit, you know? And AJ Gray would be like, cool, I could totally do it. But if you want to go Nick Gage style and get a little crazy, AJ's meeting well, you there. Here's the thing. We don't know who might also be showing up, like you're saying, because we've got other names. I mean, you could probably see one behind us right now if you're watching on the YouTube. Like, Ooh. this is becoming a a destination spot. For some named, known household pro like household name pro wrestlers, yeah, definitely. I I just the, the the contrast in personalities with Matt Cardona and AJ Gray just excites me. Just that you know, down in the gutter, making it, doing whatever he can to get to the next day. AJ Gray, and then the super tan hanging out on the poolside with a PBR bullshit, Matt Cardona, those two people just locking horns. Mm-hmm. Ah, sign me Could up. Be great. Sign me up. Could be great. Now let's talk about the person that is behind us. I think it's this way. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep, you got it. We had a six way scramble match. Gringo Loco, oh. Jimmy Lloyd, Calvin Tankman, mm-hmm. which I want to talk about. Uh, Braden Lee, Thunder Rosa, Dante Leon. I yeah. think I wrote those. Down and right, Thunder right? Rosa was like a surprise at the end. They didn't know. I mean, you know, KP, right. of course, but yeah. Which and, I'm going to move ooh. out of the way real quick. I don't know if you see this this one. The um, guy with the headband, the gray headband, the beard. Uh, he's staring right at her ass, right directly. <laughs> Follow the eyes. Hey, man. You know. Hey. Sometimes, you know. Sometimes you do what you got to do, right? <laughs> sometimes you window shop as long as you don't touch right mm-hmm. that's you know just saying yeah i get it right i get it but right. thunder rosa comes out 
And good night. First off, huge surprise, right? We started the the uh, show off with Leo Rush. Honestly, I thought that was going to be the big surprise, right? Like you got Matt Cardona, you got John Moxley. Oh, and Leo Rush, and that's what Which I thought I think would be. That the one end of- did leak. I think like I we had heard Leo Rush is going to oh, like work, but we didn't have. But we didn't know when or where, right? And that's this true. one was out of nowhere, from what I out understood. of nowhere, and she held her own. I God, God bless Thunder Rosa, and here's where again. I've been singing to the choir, I feel like, and I will say it on a mountain until I'm blue in the face. Look, Hangman Adam Page and Kenny Omega is the story of pro wrestling, and we all love it. Just watch the reaction when Hangman makes his return in that ladder match. Number one, right? Not even trying to debate that. But right behind that, I feel like you got to hit while the fire's hot. Thunder Rosa, Britt Baker. We got to do lights out too. Cause in this match, she's fucking up everyone. Like, what do you want her to do in AEW? Wrestle big swole. Like that's not worth her time. Get her into this Britt Baker match because this match here, I was just like, I love Thunder Rosa. She's my favorite. She's my favorite wrestler right now, regardless of gender. I think she's the best. Now, I have a lot in there, right? It's not just mm-hmm. her, but I'm just saying she's in that small category with Hangman, with Matt Riddle, with Eddie Kingston. I'm I'm circling them all together, and this is who I really like. I also, though, was very impressed with this Calvin Tankman. Heard his name a lot, seen pictures of him on Twitter and things like that. Never actually got to see him live. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah, man. They've got uh, some they've got some fun talent in GCW, right? And they, and I, they do a good job of getting a lot of them on the card for things like this. Yeah. I'm, I'm impressed then, with a lot of folks. Yeah, and then Jimmy Lloyd, who I think is the, you know, Tommy Dreamer, and maybe I'm uh over categorizing who he is there, but it feels like yeah. Jimmy Lloyd is the Tommy Dreamer of right. GCW. The, the like guy that we all want. Like we're like, yeah, this guy because he's a loyalist and like Right. Know, we and then but you can well. put him heel. Yeah, but you can yeah. put him heel, you can put him baby face. It's just he's gonna be here, right? Like right. he can get some offers from other people, but I don't think he's leaving, right? Right. He'll be known uh, as a GCW guy probably for wherever right. he goes, yeah. And so uh, Jimmy Lloyd gets the victory here, which I thought was an interesting call because, again, you put Thunder Rosa in the match and you hot shot her in here to say, here's the big splash. I thought maybe you would go with her, but yeah, we didn't. I know. I was shocked with that. Yeah. I was just very impressed. Uh, the, the the three takeaways I had from this match was Thunder Rosa is the best. Thunder She's Rosa great. is number one. She's great. Calvin Tankman I want to see more of. I know he's in other promotions, so now he's going to be appointment viewing for at least the you know next few months while I still have him top of mind. And then Jimmy Lloyd is just get him a little bit more shine, right? Because we saw him in the barn wrestle Alley Catch when Kevin Gill uh, shouted out Spanish Announce Table, yep. which thank you so much, Kevin. Yeah. Um, but I want to see Jimmy Lloyd get maybe Jimmy Lloyd and Matt Cardona, right? Like that would be a fun contrast in in just personalities and body types. But nonetheless, Jimmy Lloyd picks up the the victory and then we move into a tag match. It was a six man tag. And uh, in this match, uh, a person earned their GCW stripes. So it was the second gear crew of Matthew justice, Mance Warner, AJ gray, who AJ gray is the best uh, versus Alex Cologne, G Raver and this Akira or Akira. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And if we're breaking kayfabe here for a moment, if we were to look backstage, it felt like uh, the other five guys in this match were like, hey, this Akira guy, he's not a GC person, GCW person. So let's fuck him up. Yeah. We're going to fuck him up. And yeah. good night. Woo. What do you think? Um, yes. Brutal. This wasn't the one. No, that was the, was it the, it was the Chris Dickinson match when they threw somebody out of the crowd? Mm, mm-mm. That was, uh, the next match, Shane Mercer and, and Yoa. Yeah, okay. All right. Anyway, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but this match again was brutal. Um, I think the biggest takeaway, of course, what happened afterwards, but I mean, I, it, this, this match was just, this is starting to get down and dirty right like we're 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 in a bar fight here and i love yeah but it just just every time i felt like i was you know in the moment of the match because you know sometimes you drift in and out and you're on twitter for a second you you know how it is right Mm -hmm. but every time i got back into the match it felt like matthew justice or aj gray or mance warner was like i'm going to hit this guy akira who is not a gcw employee i'm going to punch him as hard as i can right in his chin like yeah. fuck man. They were. Yeah. it was just like yeah. oh i Maybe hope he to see him again parking spot and they were like you know fuck this guy well it kind of felt like uh when you get initiated into a gang right yeah. you're just gonna take this ass whooping <laughs> yeah, fuck, man. man uh but yeah so the second gear crew get the victory uh, very fun match here. Alex Cologne, G Raver, G Raver's presentation is really cool. Looks like the fucking devil. Yeah, yeah, he does. Uh, um, feels like someone you see walking down the streets of Independence. Well, if it's, yeah, it's a good mix of saying like G Raver, but it's like Graver, and he mixes in like that kind of dead mix. So it's kind of like a good double, like it's a play on words, if you will. Yeah, yeah it's not bad. He, he looks like someone I went to high school with. Like not actually, just. That's the stereotype yeah, of someone right. I went to high yep, school with. Yep, yep. I, side note, I went to high school with a guy who legitimately drove a hearse to school every day. That's creepy. And and he would never answer about it. You'd be like, uh, I think his name was Jesse. I think it was Jesse. And you're like, hey, Jesse, so like, what the fuck with this, uh, with this hearse? And he would just no sell it. He'd just like, and he'd walk off. <laughs> he wouldn't like get mad or anything. He just would never talk about it. And I was just like, I'm staying away from him. I hope he likes me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, thanks, Jesse. So, yeah, exactly. Call so, me if you want lunch. Uh, G-Raver <sighs> has those vibes. Yeah. Uh, Alex Cologne is a deathmatch king, so you know he's still his spot is going to be good with this loss nonetheless. Um, but after the second gear crew get the victory, AJ Gray fist bumps him, says, hey, man, that was pretty hard. I'm, I'm going to get out of here. Yep. Second gear crew, they want to say, like, we're the tag champs. Who the fuck can mess with us? We beat everyone here. Uh, so there's not a tag it. team that exists. There's, yep. there's not a tag team that exists that can fuck with us. And, yep. uh-oh, next surprise yeah. of the night, we get the Briscoes coming out. Loved it. The Briscoes fit like a hand in glove for this place. Oh, this is, ex- yeah. Oh. If there was ever a tag team with this forbidden door that's open. It's something that I never thought of. And then once I saw it, it's exactly what I wanted. Exactly. Yes. This is who should be here. Of course. Again, ring of honor. They're legends. I know that, uh, what's his name was a, was a champion for, for a minute there. Mm -hmm. Uh, they were tag champions. (laughs) Yeah. Briscoe, right. But, um, Briscoe won. Briscoe won. Briscoe won. Champion. Yeah. Uh, and they've been multiple tag team champions, you know, ring of honor legends, right? Yeah. Legends. 
Delaware's finest. Yeah. Them boys. Uh, I kind of want to just see him in GCW. Mm Mm-hmm. Like maybe just loan him out. Yeah. Ring of Honor. You know, let's let's make a trade. Let's make a trade. Well, it's like you Jericho, can... right? He did everything he could do at WWE. So why not? Yeah. Go somewhere Come else. over here. The Briscoes and Second Gear crew. Good night. I what? If you were to I mean, like you said, this is a destination company right now. It almost seems like, you know, on a larger scale, the forbidden door is AEW, but the real forbidden door is is GCW because you get everyone. It feels like it's the proving ground. It's like you want to legitimize yourself, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Like, come here, yeah. motherfucker. If you can get over here, you're doing something right, you know? Yeah, and, and you know, I don't, I don't always want to put this type of um, analogy on everything I see, but it feels like ecw right when steve when steve austin gets fired from wcw he goes to ecw what the fuck can you do there pal oh i can do these amazing promos now wwe fucked it up and put him with ted dibiase and didn't let him speak whatever but then he gets to wwe right steiner brothers they go from wwe drink a cup of coffee in ecw and now they're in wcw like it was just that middle point for these two promotions and with AEW and WWE competing, you know, we're going to talk about it here on Friday night now, uh, which could be the new normal. It feels like GCW is going to be that place where it's like, hey, you know, you got released from WWE, but AEW's card is a little bit full. Glad Come you brought here. that up because I got a news item that I just saw as I was perusing before we started. Like, make sure we don't miss anything, right? Like, you know, Ultimate Warrior dying or anything like that. Who <laughs> wouldn't want to miss that? Oh, man. Uh, actually, that? we caught that live on the show. We did catch that, was that live. wild. Yeah, that was wild. Um, Game Changer Wrestling sent out the following press release today announcing that they will be launching a new sister promotion based out of California. The promotion will be called LA Fights and mm-hmm. will debut on November 28th at 3 p.m. Okay, I saw the headline of GCW presents LA fights, but I thought it was just a pay per view. Nope. So it's actually a sister. Yeah. Promotion. So it said similar to GCW's Jersey Championship Wrestling brand of the East Coast, LA fights will provide an additional showcase for both the West Coast Rising Stars and SoCal Legends to compete on the GCW platform. Los Angeles has become a second home for GCW, said promoter Brett Lauderdale. When we returned to L.A. in August, we were welcomed with open arms. It felt great to be back, and it felt like there was an opportunity to do so much more. GCW has sold out all three of its events in Los Angeles since returning to L.A. after a pandemic hiatus, including their upcoming shows Bloodsport on October 22nd and October 23rd at the Ukrainian Cultural Center on Melrose. L.A. Fights will launch on Sunday, November 28th at 3 p.m. at the Don Quixote on Olympic Boulevard. Oh, yeah, I... See, that GCW oh, is so incredible. And that event will stream live free for everyone on the GCW YouTube page. Hey, there you go. There you go. Get, get, some, get some pro wrestling. Yeah, and we'll talk more Brett Lauderdale here in a moment, too. So Yeah. Um, I, you know, when you said that, it, it, I think of Bloodsport mm. as, as, um, as Josh Barnett's just, like, love child. And right. I know Matt Riddle kind of did it before, you know, and all that stuff. Uh, I forget that that's a GCW show. It's a GCW event. They do such good marketing and branding for each thing. It's kind of like if you remember back in the day when WWE would have unique sets for all their pay-per-views. Now, these are unique paper or like unique companies, but like Bloodsport. Now you're going to have Jersey. You have Jersey Mm -hmm. Champion. Now this LA Fights. But then it's all 
the Fight Club of GCW. So GCW Universe, as Matt Cardona says. Hey, take it easy. Take it easy. Take it easy. Yes, I fucking love yeah. that guy. <laughs> yeah, he's good. He is good. Yeah. So before we get back into the action, Brett Lauderdale does come back out and say, hey, I got an announcement. Yeah. Matt Cardona's left the building, so fuck that guy. I can say what I want, and here it is. And he calls out someone yeah. who we don't know. So he says, hashtag tweet the table if you know. Justin, I assume you know. <laughs> You're listening. I assume you know. Maybe Kata, you know too. Uh, let us know here. But he kept saying that someone was quoted as saying there's been a, a, a thousand GCWs. Seen a thousand GCWs come and go. Come and go. And Brett took this to heart. Well, so did the crowd because they started chanting, fuck that guy. Fuck yeah. that guy. So we've had a fuck that horse chant and a fuck that guy chant, right? This yeah. Crowd. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah. It's great. So what they announced through a video package is that GCW will be making their uh, promo- promotional debut at the Hammerstein Ballroom. Now, I think it's interesting. I think it's going to be cool. The presentation, and obviously if you're a pro wrestling fan and alluding back to the ECW, right? Like, Hand in glove, who would go there? If it would make sense, GCW would go there. The only thing I thought that was interesting is in the presentation of this uh, announcement, the video package. You have Effie, you have Allie, uh, you have Nick Gage, but you had Matt Cardona. Mm-hmm. And that made me happy that, like, hey, breaking kayfabe here, he's, he's a GCW he's guy. Sticking around, yeah. So that makes me happy. But if you go back into storytelling, why the fuck yeah, would you he's have not him? The guy, right? Yeah, you, yeah, you're spitting on him. Get your, he was flipping him off as he was leaving the ring with Brett Lauderdale. Yeah. He was like, fuck well, you. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Brett's flipping him off. Uh-huh. The crowd's, crowd's flipping him off, and he's flipping off the crowd, so no one wants him here. So <laughs> right. I thought that was a little bit weird, but it made me happy that, like, Because yeah, oh, when it gets shared on social while. media, people are going to be like, oh, shit, was that Zack Ryder? Right, yeah. It had Jordan Oliver in there as well. Uh, it had some other folks. Uh, but, yeah, when it had Matt Cardona, I was like, I like it. But from a storyline perspective, doesn't make sense. Anyhow, yeah, yeah. splitting splitting hairs there. Uh, but the Hammerstein Ballroom, what do you think about GCW going there? Cool. I, and I like it. It did the hammers. It it gave an aura to the Hammerstein Ballroom in that video, right? Like they were in awe, like it was a coliseum. And so they can build off of that. And I'm sure that event will feel like that based on GCW knows how to make these events come off as larger than life. GCW is the magic that's in the air like at this event and there's even more that we're going to talk about coming up uh with their special guest um there's just a magic in the air and they're giving me something that i haven't felt from any mainstream wrestling in in almost a decade or years and that's uncontrollable smiles right like i'm literally like oh my god this is great i'm having an amazing time watching this event and i i I can't say that for these other programs and shows that we've been watching well yes right but well that's what i was gonna say there there is a little bit of again you know you go back to the ecw days uh new jack was coming out to uh a dr dre and ice cube song that no one cleared but that made the new jack character right right and and there's some of that yeah right there's going to gcw i don't think that there's well Effie comes out to Elton John's mm-hmm. song and we yep. all do the wave. Yep. And so, so there's a little bit of like, we're not following the rules. Isn't right. this fun? And then to your point, it's like, 
Yes. Yes. I love it. Yeah. Now, and it's the, easier to do when it's not every week and twice a week I, and etc. But then the challenge is going to be, okay, cool. Now you've done all of this amazing stuff. You're going to get bigger as you get more popular. Is Kevin Gill going to be allowed to say uh, douche nozzle? You know what right. I mean? Like that's then where, you know, if you talk to the AWs, the ring of honors, the impacts, and obviously the WWEs, they're like, well, if we didn't have toys or us or whoever the fuck it is, as our yep. sponsor, we'd say the same shit, you know? Yeah. So yeah, we'd use a, light tubes too. If fucking yeah, TBS yeah, would let us. Right. Right. So from a fan's perspective, this is the wild west and this is the fun, right? This is like I, the Briscoe showed up. Mm -hmm. If I you I could have bet you all the money in the world and you could have gave me 10,000 guesses and I don't think I would have ever came up with the Briscoes. Right. Yeah. But there they are and I love it. And so, yes, to your to your point, it's just edge of your seat, what's going to be said, what's going to be done, who's going to show up. Oh my god, this is so much cool. And that's why we're talking about it here when AEW's not doing a show. I think we get Wyndham Rotunda in GCW. Fuck yeah! That's what I'm saying. Like I never even thought about that till just now. Right. Get some real because that's one aspect of GCW that they don't do yet. Mm. Like you alluded to. They got the G Raver who dresses like the fucking devil. But again, that feels real. Like that mm -hmm. doesn't feel like we're doing smoke and mirrors. That just feels like, feels like he that's just that guy. yeah, he just walked out of his basement and was like, Are you guys ready? <laughs> Did you wear okay. that last week? Uh, I've been wearing it since last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that is the aspect, though, of GCW with the, you know, hoogly boogly, blah, 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 fun stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. And yes. But again, we keep talking about Wyndham Rotunda, Bray Wyatt, mm -hmm. coming back as Bray Wyatt. Right. I think he's so creative. It's going to be something wildly out of, yeah. It could be Wyndham Rotunda, right. not spooky stuff, and it can get over just as Nick Gage yes. does or anyone else. Yes. Sign me yeah. up. Forget Impact. I still want him to yeah. New Japan. However, I do think stuff, he, he's like, played with, since the creation of that Bray Wyatt character, it was always a bit of that kind of borderline supernatural cultish, and then it kind of got deeper into that. Now, you're right. He could take a wildly left turn, but having heard him on some interviews and stuff, I think that's just kind of the way he thinks. So I, yeah. I, I would, if I'm a betting man, I'm betting that it's going to be something like that. But you're right. I mean, he could come out wildly left. I mean, part of this character recently was a Pee Wee's Playhouse knockoff, right? So, mm -hmm. I mean, that's mm -hmm. there. Yeah, that is there. Yeah, I yes. But if you were to say he shows up at the Hammerstein Ballroom mm. in GCW... Especially I'd, if nobody I'd, saw it coming, except oh, us, I'd of melt because we're the fucking greatest. Yeah, I would melt. Uh, I would yeah. literally oh, I melt know. in my seat. I'd just be like, I'm done. I'd, I'd buy great. another access to it, right? <laughs> I'd buy like a second, you know, pay per view access. Be like, just I want to give you guys double money. Yeah. You did this so is, good. This is too great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, hey, side note before we get back into the mm. card, because now that announcement's been made, uh, the pay per views are only, at least here mm -hmm. in the one true time zone, uh, it's only twenty bucks. Yeah, yeah. I, you can't beat that. Mm -hmm. Whew, yeah, so good. These guys are also, by the way, they do like two shows when they roll into town too. Like, mm -hmm. They just like they did this GCW Fight Club that we're all, hemming and hawing all over, and they did another one the next night. <laughs> right, that's a, yeah. yeah, the the Minoru Suzuki mm -hmm. jo uh, Joey Janela match. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, so hey, GCW Kevin, we know you're listening. 
come to Kansas City. We'll show you a good time. Killer City. Killer City. Look, there are some places that they're going to expect everything GCW's gotten more. There are some rough parts of this town that will that will love this. Oh, yeah. Come here. Mm-hmm. Bad things happen in Kansas City. Nick Gage mm-hmm. will feel right at home. Mm-hmm. Come. Mm-hmm. Come. Come Hang here. out. Come here. Anyhow, let's get back into the card. So this is the match. Shane Mercer versus, and I'm going to mispronounce it, yeah. Yoa, mm-hmm. Y-O-Y-A. Yeah. He threw that motherfucker into the crowd like like overhead press. Yeah, launched him. Yeah, this was buff. to the eighth row. I mean, it was far. Yeah, this was Buff Bam Bam Bigelow throwing smaller Spike Dudley into the My fucking twelfth row. It was incredible. And Shane Mercer, I, I tell you what, visually. He reminds me of Test or like someone mm-hmm. in the 90s who yep. you're going to see in the mid card, but his athleticism is outstanding. Yeah. The the move that he did, they didn't Kevin and the other announcers, they didn't even know what to call it because it was like a tombstone back pile driver fucking I don't even know what the fuck it was, but it was crazy. Um he is someone I I like him. Yeah. I like this Shane Mercer. Mm-hmm. I like the other kid, uh, other guy. You know, he's probably my age. Um, but, you know, because he can take an ass whooping. But Shane Mercer. Woo. That was literally the point of, like, how they were like, all right, well, that match is over, man. Jeez, he really took an ass whooping. But look at it. He's yeah. still on his feet. Yeah. <laughs> like, I thought he'd been dead. <laughs> you put Chris Dickinson versus Shane mm. Mercer. Big meaty men slapping meat. That's what you want to see. That's what you want to see. Mm-hmm. Mm. Love it. Mm-hmm. So Shane Mercer gets the victory. Uh, that was a great palate cleanser. Cleanser mm-hmm. after the Briscoes before the main event. Perfect spot in the the card for it. But now we get into the main event. Well, yeah, yes, yes. But before we get to the main event, yes. our special guest of the night, uh, Mick Foley, comes out, which is can be a coin toss oh, sometimes it know? can be too self-involved and memories that only he knows about talking to a, thousands of people it can who be are cheap blank plug, a mania yeah it could be i i'm not sure what to do so hey what city am i in you love mm. it you know but this promo oh. felt like he was back home and it felt like he was uh, this legitimately i think he had a promo and he had some things to hit but a lot of this was off the top of his dome heartfelt. Like he was in awe of this event. Yeah. And I loved it. And and my favorite part was the building up to can I can I just say one thing? Yeah. Can I say can I say one thing yeah, here? Zoom and in. I didn't know right. yeah, He's zoom like, Don't in. listen to anything I, I ever said. Like take <laughs> this home with you. And you know, you're you're thinking yeah. like he's gonna say, I love this promotion the best, or or I wanna be someone's manager. Nope. It's Fuck Matt Cardona. Fuck Matt Cardona. <laughs> and he's a guy who doesn't cuss either, right? Like, yeah. I, I think he's probably said 10 cuss words his whole life. He, yeah. Oh, oh man. Um, uh, well, and the crowd, before he could even get off the ground with this promo, they're just chanting all of his various gimmick names. <laughs> yeah. Like, mankind, mankind, mankind. He's like, all right, calm down. All right. Yeah. Now, what I'm here for? And they're like, dude, dude love, dude, love. love. <laughs> yes, it's fucking great. It's yeah. so great. Loved it. Yeah, and then that that whole, like, another line he had was, it was like, listen, there's a reason I had to bring up the fanny pack, seeing all the stuff around here I needed as a hard-on guard. <laughs> I was like, god damn it. Yeah. Yes. 
He so great. It, it felt, you know, obviously he's been in other places in WWE and you know other probably indie promotions where he's had fun, but this just felt like a throwback to just the funnest time of his career almost you know it was just it was great so the vibe is the same now because it's, there's some death match wrestling and it's a little bit hardcore in some matches and stuff not everyone but some um they do a good blend of that there's death mm-hmm. it's, it's identity is there's some death match and there's some hardcore but there's also the young buck style matches and there's also you know just straight up wrestling matches it's interesting but like so it gets the ecw comparison for that but i think most like ECW is that vibe, right? It's this becoming this destination spot. It is the cool hit place. It is the, like you're legitimate here, right? Like you mm-hmm. are in with the in crowd of pro wrestling here. If you can fucking do this here with the boys will respect you boys, gals, whatever we're going to say, you know, mm-hmm. um, and the crowds over, you're over with the crowd. Like, like we know you're fucking cool. Like we got you now. Like we're going to be behind you. Well, I mean, to, to further make that point, look at Matt Cardona, right? When he mm-hmm. got released from WWE, we said, Stock oh, Zack so Ryder. Yeah, we're like, Zack Ryder, well, that sucks for him, but, like, whatever. He'll yep. go to Impact, right? Which he did, yep. but, like, he'll go to Impact and he'll just be a guy. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, to the point now where if he showed up on anything, if he showed back up at WWE tomorrow unannounced, I would mark out. I'd be like, oh, fuck, right? Like, yeah, now he's, like, in an instant been able to just elevate himself to my favorite heel in the industry. But then if he showed back up at WWE, yeah, he would mark like, out and then instantly, instantly go, back. why did you fucking come here? I don't <laughs> hate him again. Like, Boo this man. <laughs> that would be go his ultimate heel move is going back to WWE. God damn it. Let, oh, great. I love it. Oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> that would be awesome. Okay. So let's get back on track mm-hmm. here. So it was the main event champion, John Moxley taking on challenger <laughs> And the god of this shit, MDK, all motherfucking Another day. thing we haven't Nick talked about Gage. with GCW that if, if people are just now, like, you know, we've talked about it before on the show, but if you haven't really tuned in and listened and, and are hearing our words and thinking, maybe I'll check this GCW thing out. Another main takeaway that you'll not get anywhere else is these crowds in GCW and the entrances are unlike anything you've ever seen for very specific people. Matt Cardona's, they're going to stab him. Yeah. With Nick Gage, uh, they they are rushing to embrace this man and not let him go ever. You ever seen a kid that like holds onto their parents' leg when they're like trying to drag him out, that cliche thing? This is the pro wrestling equivalent of that with Nick Gage. Yeah, but add, you know, 600 to 700 people doing it at the same time on one leg, Nick Gage. How this guy hasn't had coronavirus 17 times, I won't know, because these people want to be on him. They want to be, like, link arm in arm and go in the ring with this guy. Yeah, They love Nick Gage to the death. They will kill you for him. Mm Mm-hmm. And credit to John Moxley. He came in there, you know, again, here's another ECW comparison, and I'm sorry for always just beating the dead horse here but it almost felt like not with the same build-up but it almost felt like this is the gcw version of taz versus sabu where sabu was the ecw guy and so was taz but like when you talked about ecw it was you got to check out this sabu guy he's crazy he's nuts well when you talk about gcw you go you got to check out this fucking nick gage he's nuts and then the other end of that pendulum 
in ECW was this tough motherfucker who was, you know, stronger than anything that will drop, drop you on your head and Taz. And now GCW has John Moxley, who isn't here to fucking do high fives or do promos that says, I love this shit. And I love you guys. It's, I want to prove that I'm the best in the world. So John Moxley comes out and you know, he doesn't push anyone or anything like that, but like, he's like, I'm here to get into the ring. I don't care yeah. if you guys showed up or not. I love that vibe. That was oh, the vibe I was looking but, for. And and the crowds get up in these. I, some of these wrestlers, I applaud I them do it. for their. I, yep. I mean, there are middle fingers. There is spit being spewed. Not like people aren't spitting on them, but like they're yelling, right? Yeah. And projecting, mm-hmm. especially now with the coronavirus thing, right? It, 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 but it's just that it is, it feels like the wrong move can spark something bad here right that's where it gets kind of an electric vibe where it's like hey i hope you've got a lot of security on hand like yeah. real security because it seems like their security is just some extra fellas right mm-hmm. yeah just few just of the boys people, just put a security people shirt trying on. to be wrestlers yeah, yeah no I, you might need some handcuffs <laughs> right for this but it gets yeah hot. because it, it, it to your point it even feels like you could fuck up and mess the whole matchup because you could be pissing off a baby face and now the crowd hates him because he punched some you know, sixteen-year-old in the face because a sixteen-year-old, you know, yeah, put his finger in his. Yeah, there's a great thing when Cardona was coming in. There's a, a lady. I mean, she's probably sixty-something, and she's double birds in the air. And like right when she gets by or he gets by her, she drops a bird. And she's like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> right in his yeah. head. just like, Jesus, <laughs> right? Like trying to get in the ring. Like fucking lady. Yeah, yeah. So, oh. so, th- so this match we get uh, Mick Foley on commentary again. John Moxley champion, Nick Gage as challenger. This was good. It left a little bit to be desired, I would say. Yeah, I, I think I've seen yeah more out of these guys in that regard. Which you know, I mean, I, I am not the death match wrestling guy, right? No, I right, can deal yeah. without it. I don't need yeah. it. In fact, sometimes it takes away from me so i kind of appreciated that albeit i think the match was still kind of quick and maybe they were running out of time maybe others went long that's what yeah maybe yeah. the thunder rosa and the briscoe's surprise and stuff like that was the like oh shit we're kind of running low but i mean they did the stuff right like, yeah if you were to write down what well, the they start did, of the match was great we didn't even get the announcement off and he fucking yeah. nails them with the tubes yeah yeah but then we got the pizza cutter to the mouth i mean geez just saying that good night that's just accepted <laughs> it's <laughs> just accepted in this fucking world you know yeah, you got the pizza cutter to his mouth <laughs> i just had the biggest self-realization of what the fuck i'm doing <laughs> just yeah go into work tomorrow and tell people what you talked about on your podcast last night i'll i'll, I'll send you the clip later i'll yeah. put this up <laughs> and just, you know the pizza cutter, the pizza cutter oh right God. ask dominoes about that oh jesus christ <laughs> But yeah, so going back to the match, the 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 finish felt a little quick. Yeah, I think also the finish to me was surprising. I think, yeah, if I were to bet money on this, I thought this was when we give the title back to Nick Gage. This is what makes me think maybe Nick Gage isn't going to be around as frequently as he's been. I mean, look, I know he keeps saying he's going to do it till he dies, and he probably means it, but I don't think we want that to happen, right? Like. Right. So yeah, let's let's so use post more match. Of he even says that, right. He addresses the crowd and he's like, "You motherfucker, this is what I'm doing this for, right? Like you guys, like even the, like I know this fucking hurts and you know I'm killing myself, but I'm gonna do it for you, you know." Um, 
but it's just like it's like okay but me and i you know can't you also do something else for me that's not killing yourself yeah yeah (laughs) you know i didn't ask you to do this for me man (laughs) like yeah you say you're doing this for me but i feel like you're doing it for yourself because i didn't ask for this yeah you you got me in i'm here now yeah Yeah, i'm here i'm here for you yeah um and you know on the other side of that with the it felt a little quick you also had them bleeding pretty early and you can't just be bleeding for an hour right like eventually right. you're gonna bleed well, out that happened with, out. so yeah he's given the announcement which the announcer i forget his name but i like that, that guy, guy too yeah um, he's cool he uh he's like john Ma-, and then wham Bye. with like 17 glass tubes <laughs> yeah <laughs> and taped just... together light <laughs> well and then john moxley's back yeah and then john oh. moxley's back was just I, so again maybe it was quick because maybe john moxley did a hey i think I'm, my, my vision's getting blurry let's fucking mm, get yeah. get home you know like we don't know but yeah. it did again felt a little uh rushed uh side note because this is so much fun to talk about that ring announcer who i can't remember his name i love because talking about like the wild west mm-hmm. and we just do whatever we want he was wearing a 1992 <laughs> royal wwf royal shirt. Yeah. Royal yeah. Shirt. yeah. right <laughs> Well, and same thing. So, like, he's, like, doing the announcement. He's like, John Mox. And then, like, you know, he gets hit. And he's just like, okay, well, fuck this. And he like, just, like, gets out of the fucking ring. Like, fuck these guys. Yeah. Yeah, I loved it. Uh, you know, so, nobody's smarting him up. You know what yeah. I mean? That's the thing. He's like, God damn, fuck. <laughs> Wipes the glass out of uh, his eyes. Shit, yeah, man. <laughs> so, John Moxley gets the victory. It was clean. Again, mm-hmm. in a death match, it was clean. Yeah. Uh, no shenanigans. <laughs> right. Because when Nick Gage loses his title to Matt Cardona, that's when Ricky Shane Page costs him the opportunity, right? So, this is just a clean right. loss. Moxley's for better Nick Gage. than you. And Moxley's better than you on this night. So, what, what so happens? So, now, yeah, who's Moxley going to defend? So, Moxley even said he didn't want that title. He just wanted to fucking beat Nick Gage. Mm-hmm. So now who challenges for the title? For my, is it Cardona going back for it? Well, because, yeah, Cardona. Because we haven't uh, had Cardona versus get Moxley, really. Yeah, it was a quick, you know, uh, finisher, that's it kind of uh, match. A death match between Cardona God, and Moxley? That would be so weird. That would be so weird. I feel like they like each other too much to really go into it. Or maybe they like each other too much, they'll really get into it. Um, or I, we get Wyndham Rotunda. Yeah, don't play. I mean, I love that you're putting it out there, right? Because then maybe it happens, you know? Believe it to um, achieve it, Tom. Exactly. Yes. Believe it, achieve it, dream it, whatever. The, uh-huh. you know, walk, walk in faith yes. or whatever the fuck they say. Yes, all that stuff. Uh-huh. Um, manifest. Manifest. I could see I could see Cardona getting back involved in the title picture. Although, again, I want AJ Gray, but nonetheless. Um, you could do a triple threat, right? Cardona says, hey, Moxley. You, you stole one and now you're stealing my 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 photos post match because he posed with the middle finger mm-hmm. just like uh yep. matt cardona did right yeah. i know the and only one they, to be a death match because i was the death match king right right and then and moxley's like hey if we're doing this i'm only wrestling one guy so you can come in here but i'm also wrestling nick gage mm-hmm. and just, right. he's just like i'm right. wanting nick gage in this yeah you know? i want to beat like, his ass again i didn't do it enough. Right. he still stood yeah. up and talked i, I want right to kill exactly him. Yeah, I want to kill him, you know, something like that. That can be even um, fun in the match that, like, every time uh, uh, fucking Cardona tries to fight, Moxley just pushes him off and goes back to beating up Nick Gage. Yeah. Like, get the fuck away from get me. Get out of here, <laughs> fucking pest. Fucking like, dork. Get out of here. Go back yeah. up north. 
Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so there it is. That that was our GCW Fight Club. Uh, very very fun. Great show. show. Worth the money. So now I know a lot of our listeners. You know what I mean. If you if you don't have the reference and stuff, not we can't encourage you enough to to find this online. You know, get get pay for the replay. You know, or do whatever you got to do. Right. Um, find this and watch it, and then go back and listen to what we said. Like, if you don't love what's going on here, man. Ah. This ain't the show for you, then. Yeah, then we ain't never. Yeah, we ain't. (laughs) We're not going to be for you. So great. I mean, again, I, I would never myself book like a death match. Right? It's just not my thing. But even here, it's it's done well enough that you're just like you're like Jesus, man. Right? But it's not like like hold on, this is assault. Right? Like somebody's got to arrest this guy. Right? Yeah. Well, we talked about that the last time we we mentioned a GCW pay per view where they have that ultra violent championship, and that just feels like mm-hmm. my point of watching this stuff has been reached with that title and that title <laughs> picture. Right. Like I don't want that. Right. But with Nick Gage and John Moxley, there was the story of there's a specific type of match, and I'm the king of this shit. No, you're not. I am. Okay, we're gonna see who right. can push it to the limits. I mean, like, we're I'm talking into that some story. Glass. And some things like that, but and like a pizza cutter, pizza cutter in the mouth, the mouth there. Um, you know, it's not, you know, we've seen some things where they're stapling shit to people's heads and stuff like that. Like, that's it's we're not Mance Warner getting his, yeah, yeah, Mance Warner getting his tongue stapled to that door, yeah. Like, that's that's when it's starting to reach my I'm like, all right, you know, so there's some of that, you know, I'm not gonna lie to you if you're if you're really turned off by that. But but this again, show was great. The other things aside from that, there's matches that don't even do that at all. Just Leo Rush, matches. right? Yeah. That first match of the night, Leo Rush, Ninja Mac, and Alex the Matt Zane. Cardona match. Matt well, Cardona. there was a little bit of bleeding in that one, but I think that was not like as a that death was pro match wrestling aspect. bleeding. Right. Yeah, right. that was pro wrestling bleeding. Right. right. Um, yeah, this was the this was my favorite GCW experience so far. I'm excited to see what happens next. I'm very excited for that uh, Hammerstein Ballroom mm-hmm. show that they got coming up. I believe they said in January. And when they come to Kansas City. Oh, please. Brett, Kevin. Kevin. Brett. Come. Come. I'll give you barbecue. We know I'll, some I'll people who have venues. Yes. I'll take you to all the barbecue spots. I'll right? just drive you around. You know some people who have venues, right? You can make some calls. Oh, I know right? all the people. Yeah. 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 You can make some calls. I can take you to the first place that I can take you to the place where Ric Flair won his first ever world championship. You could do a show there. You could do a show there. He beat Dusty Rhodes for the NWA You're talking the championship. No, I'm talking about Memorial, Memorial. Hall. Yeah, I was thinking Kemper. No, but Memorial, no. right. Memorial Hall. I, I have the keys to that fucking place, Brett. Come over. I'll Memorial take you. Memorial Hall in Kansas City is a and that's a GCW place. There's been, there's even, there's even been sporting events that happened there, right? I mean, and there been that's like, Patsy Klein's last yep. uh, um, concert. Mm-hmm. You had Kiss play there. Yep. Uh, you've had Kurt Angle's wrestled there right. against Christian. We Cage. talked about that Dusty Rhodes, Ric Flair. Dusty Rhodes, Ric Flair. Uh, you currently have Invicta uh, taking place there, the female MMA show. I got the keys, man. Come on, Brett. Brett, Kevin. It's it's at? right downtown Kansas City. Right oh, the it's highway. right next to a casino. It's right yeah, next it's right to a casino. casino. It's right at the highway if anybody needs to get out of town quick. Yeah. You know I mean? Or if you want to do a street fight, it has all the fucking great fun oh, stuff. It's got, to- there's going to be some street fights around you anyway, so you might as well do a street fight out there. Yes. Come. 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 Come visit. Come visit. Hey, I'll build a barn out here on the land. I've got 40 yeah, acres we'll out here. Yeah, we'll get really crazy. <laughs> <if you wanna laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I'll we'll get, get you really ready. We can do to. another. Yeah, you can do a you know Kansas barn show. Let's do it. Yeah. We did Wyoming. Yeah, yeah Come why on. not? It's right Let's next to the it. racetrack. All right, so GCW Fight Club, go check it out if you haven't seen it or the next GCW event coming up. We highly encourage it, and you love us, so you would listen to us. Also, use hashtag Tweet the Table on Twitter. We are the voice of the voiceless, the podcast of the people. <clears throat> the people didn't have much of a voice this week. We had one of those, so we'll read that later. Normally, we'll start the show with that when we have 7,000 of them or however many we have. Obviously. We will read those on the show. Hashtag Tweet the Table. Uh, SpanishAnnounceTable.net for all the social media links, our PayPal donations, you know, all that kind of jazz, do all that. Yeah, but that's... let's talk about something else that happened. That was AEW Rampage, and there was some fun stuff that happened on last Friday's AEW Rampage. There's another one coming up tomorrow. We record this on Thursdays. But oh, are they doing Rampage tomorrow since they're doing the Dynamite oh. Saturday? Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's where we can talk about that here in a second, but mm-hmm. that's where the buy-in with – Minoru Suzuki That's versus Brian right. Danielson yep. on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Damn. God. W- uh, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Yeah. So let's talk about last week's yeah, AW last Rampage. Week's- you had CM Punk and Daniel Garcia. Let's let's dig into that, right? This was good. Now, before I give my opinion of this match, I do want to mention how uh, in the IWC community – uh well it is internet wrestling community but you know what i'm saying um the the news on rampage is that ratings keep declining right and we're throwing uh cm punk at you here uh we obviously have had kenny omega on the show before things of that nature i i think this was a fun match daniel garcia cm punk was really fun but i hope that this is a a wake-up call, I guess you could say, for AEW that says it's cool to put on a match, right? If I say Daniel Garcia versus CM Punk, you're going to be like, okay. But the real kicker to get people making sure that they're going to watch on Friday night is the story. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, because so- like this did great to highlight Daniel Garcia, right? Showed how good he is. And we've been asking, like, man, they really love this guy. And people quickly came to his defense saying, like, yeah, he's that fucking dude. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And we're like, oh, okay, all right, shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we'll, we'll watch. And he did amazing in here. I, I liked him more than I liked Punk in this match, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, but, like, it's that, like, okay, well, cool. Like, I can only see you grooming so many guys before I'm like, all right, this is the CM Punk coaching hour here. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, let's... Well, and again, because it lacks the fire, it lacks the story. I'm okay if if for the next 2022 – CM Punk is wrestling anyone under the age of 25. Yeah, I don't right. hate that. Yeah. I don't hate it. What <clears throat> but it I shouldn't don't... be your main like point of the show, right? Well, but it also shouldn't just be, well, next up is, uh, um, uh, let's look at Sammy Guevara. Yeah. Sammy, Dante I haven't Martin. wrestled you. Yeah, I haven't wrestled you yet. Get in here. And it's like, well, that's not compelling, right? right. Like, I want to see some compelling stories. And here's the thing. For me, calling card on CM Punk is not as matches. His matches yeah. are fine, but his calling card is the story, is the, the promo, promo, is the moments. You know, you go back to his match at WrestleMania 29 with Undertaker. The match was fine. It happened. But what I remember from that is on the Monday Night Raw where Paul Heyman dressed up as Paul Bear and CM Punk pours out the ashes of what is Paul Bear. That's what I remember about that feud. I don't you know, the match is fine, but God. like that's that, the stuff. That shit was great. Right, and that's what we know he's capable of. So, like, do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, 
Come on. Yeah, so, do it. Yeah, it was fine. It was good. This match, that is. Okay. But now yeah. let's let's turn it yeah, up. People seem to be forgetting, like, one of the... <clears throat> like, one of the key tenets of wrestling was, like, be, like, because we're staging it, like, we know how to, like, really fake the... You know, create a storyline, a fake storyline that people will buy into. Now we all know it... You know what I mean? Fake, right? Now we all know it's staged and we're all on the up and up, but, like, it's still that. Like, I... Even more so that I know it's scripted, I need you to tell me a compelling story or else I'm like, yeah, I get it. The guys do a lot of cardio on their off time. <laughs> like, I, yes, they're athletic. They can do a bunch of flips. I can go to my high school down the street and watch a bunch of guys do a bunch of fucking flips. I get it. I can't do it. It's impressive, but... 20% of the population can, right? I don't know the number, yeah. right? So it's not like well, it's like, I've got to stop everything I'm doing and watch this. Right. I need you to tell me why I should care that he's doing it. Yeah, because, again, if you like the athleticism, well, let me introduce you to floor gymnastics. <laughs> right. Like, they are going to give you right? They're going to give you way more than right. what pro wrestling's giving you. So, yeah, I need the story. And that, like, even where we say, okay, so we don't even like the Young Buck style of, like, flip, jump all over. Like, we want it slowed down and more, you know, maybe like a, a UK version of, like, a hard-hitting fight wrestling technical match where there's a lot mm -hmm. of, like, reversals and stuff like that <clears throat> cm punk is still not even in the top 10 of that in the, well, in the world right so like i'm not stopping everything i do on a friday night to make sure i watch him do an arm drag right like well but then even there again and we can we could do this all night but like yeah. if if you like the chain wrestling and all of that and that's what you're tuning in for let me introduce you to Olympic wrestling. Right. Yeah. You know MMA. what I mean? Like, right, yeah. yeah, I can, I show can you some show shark you. bait videos. Right. Yeah. Like I can show you like high level stuff. Pro wrestling is where we take all of these elements and we tell a story. Right. We do a That's live action want. theater version of that. And you can live have the, action theater version of that. Yeah. And you can have these theater. elements, right. But like, yeah, the story and this one uh, for as long winded as we've been on this, there was somewhat of a story, right? Because Daniel Garcia ruined the moment between him and Darby Allen. So there was something, but it wasn't enough. Tom, I'm going to even tell you, one of the best stage shows I've ever seen was in Branson, Missouri. It was the amazing acrobats of Shanghai. Right? Acrobats. I mean, I'm talking they're stacking 17 chairs and doing a handstand on it and shit like that. And they're doing some of the most amazing jumping around contorting their body at like core to the max athleticism and with each act they still told a fucking story about it there was still a fucking setup there was still a fucking character there was still a villain or something right like there was still a story no I they went out that. of their way to make sure you understood there was a story yeah anyhow so that was that match what, what was next we had an AW World Tag Team Championship. I don't know if this is in order. I think it was, right? Yes. AW World yeah, Tag yeah. Team Championship match between the Lucha Bros and the Acclaimed. And we were looking forward to this one big time. Yeah. And I think we were looking forward to, again, we love the the Max Casting yeah. promo. Yeah. Now, uh, as we go, because you had mentioned what was the order and you are reading the correct order, what do you think about what Rampage is doing here? Where it seems like the formula is the main event first. Yeah. 
something to keep you around, and then the starter matches the main so, event. So, and I think that we've discussed that where that's that's kind of what you almost have to do in a day and age, in in something where you're not like a absolutely a destination spot, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you're not the national championship game where we've got to watch all the way through to see who wins, right? Right. Um, because people have other entertainment options at literally at their hand that they're perusing while watching you. Mm-hmm. You got to hook them right away. So this idea of like don't give away everything for the main event. It's like, well, you might not keep me that long. I I feel like an hour show isn't necessarily the same thing. You should take that. With. That's where that's my point yeah. is because what what on the flip side that uh, of that um, thought declining ratings each week is like I saw <laughs> CM Punk. Right. The fu- I, I'm not gonna. Well, I saw what there. I did. They have declining yeah. ratings each week, so so maybe we need maybe. to flip the script. Yep. Um, but yeah, going back to this world championship match, uh, Max Caster's uh, promo, uh, cause this was the Philadelphia one, right? Where he said, fuck, uh, where basically the crowd said, fuck yeah. Ben Simmons, you know, yeah. yeah. Uh, say he's packing like Arn Anderson. Yeah. That was a fun line. Yep. Um, that was all fun. It was great. Yeah. And, and the Lucha bros are still zero. Miedo. You know, right here. Charisma off the charts. Yeah. Right here. Look at this. Huh? Yep. It's right here yep. all the time. Love it. But this kind of felt like a squash. <laughs> you know, it felt like a little bit of like ah, Lucha Bros go. You know. Well, maybe that's you know what I mean. Max Caster still getting out of the doghouse, if you will. So maybe it was like, hey, you're not on the Lucha Bros level right now, and that's fine. And you know, now that I'm talking this out loud because I didn't really give it much thought, maybe that was by design because let's not forget, Andrade has a tag team, I believe, on Dynamite. Yep, that we'll he wants that to introduce mm-hmm. to. Uh, the Lucha Bros, so you got to make them look strong before you tear them down. Right. Could be. Ooh, yeah, I'm excited yep. to talk about that. But, yeah, so it was a fun match. You know, again, the 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 rap is what I tuned in for. The match was cool, and it was good. And I like both guys, uh, Bowens and Caster. They're fun. I like the scissoring. I like their moveset. I like the elbow for Max Caster. It's not like I dislike them. It just felt like this was a squash. Yeah. Um, Jade Cargill defeated Sky Blue. You know. That happens. Yeah. And again, they're booking Jade Cargill to look unbeatable and like a, you know. A, well, a, and she a, does, a, right? Yeah, a comic book character. Well, she does, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you know, we've got this new hose title or TBS title, excuse me, um, that we got to put on someone. And it looks like we're putting it on Jade because she is just tearing up everyone in the ring. And you I see love somebody it. on I'm Twitter try to give a shit for that video clip. No. Yeah, they they had like quote tweeted it and they were like they know it's the tbs logo but that's not controversial and won't get clicks right and they like quote tweet our thing and so my instant thought was like well thanks for the exposure and two not a single person liked their tweet not a single person retweeted it nobody commented on it i was like yeah right well fuck you guys so but thanks for the exposure (laughs) thanks for tweeting it out to your several thousand but also but like also we've been doing this so long we're not gonna say bottom barrel stuff just for attention <laughs> you know what i mean first like we're all, saying it because we say it well and first of all welcome to all of media production right for that reason yeah thanks we can tell you from having done this for fucking you know a combined 20 plus years right yep uh that that is how you fucking do it and in the video we discussed very heavily how we knew it was the tbs logo why it looked like the hose thing and mm-hmm. did they teach you how to write fucking headlines in journalism school. <laughs> Sorry if that bothers you. Anyway. Oh, 
<laughs> right. Yeah. But again, we didn't go into that segment going like, this is going to get the clicks. This is a That's hose good. title. No, yeah, that was yeah. just the title. I chose like, did they really make a hose title? I got the right. funny. Fuck off. Yeah, so whoever that was, suck it. <laughs> FTW championship match. Here we go. Ricky Starks, Brian Cage. Still we're not done. done? I, no, we're done. God, I, I think we're done. Yeah. I think we're done. The I way, think Brian Cage might be done. Well, you know, I still think outsider's perspective, not knowing who he is or anything like that, outsider's perspective, you still got money in him. It oh, feels yeah. Like. But oh, he's tailor made for the WWE, though, I feel like, right? He's got the WWE diet. He'll have a gimmick over there. Oh, they you like put people. Him... You don't have to have a whole lot of personality over there to be highlighted yeah. these days. Oh, you put him <laughs> with uh, the Steiner guy, mm-hmm. the Steiner's uh, Rick Steiner's Broad son. Breaker. I'm not saying that name. Yeah, you are. Uh, Say it. Nope. Say his nope. name. Say his name. Oh, Rick Steiner's son. Say my name. Whatever. Who's that? The fucking Velvet. Velveteen Dream. Oh, Patrick Clark. Yeah. 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 He's out. Uh, GCW. Yuck. Fuck, show up there. Stab somebody. Let's get your career or, fucking back into. Or get stabbed. Get to stabbed. Get, like, you know, and you'll like... be back on. Everybody's like, hey, <laughs> you're stabbed. <laughs> No, but with Brian Cage and Ricky Starks, it feels like, okay, we're done here. Now this is the challenge because you did it, right? You yep. got to the end game of what Team Taz was. Now what? Yeah, I'm ready to see Ricky what? Starks shine, but I don't know that like we need Powerhouse Hobbs and Hook for that. I like the idea of like if it was just Taz was his manager and Hook was the guy who did the dirty, right? He was the bag man and Powerhouse Hobbs was off doing his own thing. And then Ricky Starks is the guy, and they're all just like it's just Taz and Hook trying to help, you know, Ricky Starks. I, I think I would like that better. Now it feels like Powerhouse Hobbs is the outlier for me in that regard, right? Like, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I don't know if you've been paying attention to kind of uh, the AEW stands as they call mm. them, but everyone loved Hook. Everyone is into Hook. We can't wait for the first they match. Had a Punk Fierce Hook sign. Yeah, in Punk the crowd. Fierce Hook. I love punk, it. <laughs> punk kind of leans into it. Mm-hmm. I, I here's the thing with Hook that hey, I'm going to say. Yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> just, oh, I don't either. But I think it's just because it's like fun. you know what I mean. It's like, fun. Not, yeah, right. Like, I love Taz. Taz is one of my favorite. I think it's one of those tongue and cheeks. We're like, we know that's not a guy, but like, fucking we're gonna bring him in here. Guy. Yeah, we want Hook now. Nope, you can't fucking you know, can't fucking but put the soda back in the guy. can now right yeah. you're right but maybe he is a guy because again we haven't seen him wrestler i've never seen him wrestle so hey, i'm interested he's got something right he's people are but i just it. don't get it but i, I don't, don't get either, it but like I'd, i and but it's not like you know when we're like jeff hardy i don't get it right or mm. we're like uh what was it when i was like cm punk i don't get it right yeah um it's not like I don't get it and I kind of don't like it. Like, I, I don't get it, but I like it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I want more of this. Fuck it. I'm yeah. now on Team Hook officially. I'm like, yeah. fuck it. I, I'm yeah. all in for it. Grow its hair out even bigger. Make <laughs> yeah. the hair even longer, yeah. you know? Dude, I... All right, my son is 14 and his fucking hair... <laughs> it's like fucking hair. Curly, we're like, you know, you can like just swoop that over a little bit. And he's like, I can see just fine. We're like, no, you cannot. Yeah. No, you how many how many fingers do I have up? Huh? How many fingers? Do and I we're have like, up? did you did you comb it at all? And he's like, nah. <laughs> just literally, it's everywhere. Yeah. And I'm like, and I'm like, dude, nobody wants to hang around with a guy with his hair like that. And then like, hook, you know, he's got girlfriends <laughs> and shit. And I'm like, I guess I'm wrong. And I'm like, right. no. And then there's well, hook, and everybody's like, fucking yeah, hook. hook. And I was like, all right, well, fucking, maybe he's onto something. I don't know. Yeah. 
Maybe I'm out of touch and old. Couldn't be yeah. the case. No. Couldn't no. be the case. All right, so Rampage. Rampage is a thing. Tomorrow night's Rampage is going up against SmackDown on FS1 with a new SmackDown overrun. They're going to go two and a half hours. This is starting to get – they are now – remember when WWE was like, we're not even going to mention their name, and AEW was like, competition? That's preposterous. Don't say that. In short order, now they're like fucking Tony Khan's tweeting. They're like, mm-hmm. fuck these guys. We're doing an overrun. Things are starting to heat up in this little battle. Oh, and Tony Khan's doing interviews with Barstool Sports saying, mm-hmm. like, Monday Night Raw sucked last night, didn't it? And, like, the interview's like, yeah, yeah kind of did. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting how quick we went, uh, as Drake would say, zero to 100. That gets the young kids listening. Um, and, yeah, the last 30 minutes of SmackDown is commercial-free, which suck a dick. Um, and I think it's going to be Becky – Sasha, Charlotte, some some combination of those three, or or maybe even Bianca tag something, team match yeah. or something. I yeah, don't. But don't be it. shocked if they don't pull something out where like, oh, the fucking Rock comes back, you know? Because they're like, fuck these guys, we're gonna fucking. I'm telling you this, Tim, right now. I am over one hundred percent of the shock moment that WWE tries to give me every yeah. single time. Yeah. That it's not it's it doesn't even register anymore, and we're gonna talk a little bit more when we do our one tweet table this week um, about WWE and stuff. But like we're gonna say this a lot in the weeks to come, and maybe into perpetuity. We need you. Like we've heard people say, like, well, but they make the most money, so they can't be doing something right. You, you who says that, you who likes this, and you who watches every fucking hour of WWE programming each week. We need you to tell us why. What, what is the you substance watching? you're after? Yeah. What do you what? Because everybody, I heard people like arguing like, was the Brock Lesnar return pop louder than the thing? And I'm like, why would you fucking pop for Brock Lesnar <laughs> showing up for no reason? I'm, I'm yeah, I'm being serious. Like, you could have Stone Cold Steve Austin give a stunner to Roman Reigns, and I will go, okay. Like, and they that's won't, the thing. They won't capitalize so on my it. example again. The Brock Lesnar pop. Brock Lesnar has done this once every year and a half for the last 10 years. For the yeah. last 10 fucking years, he shows up once every year and a half. It's not shocking. Why did you pop like it was a shock? Right. And now it's fun, right? Like, he'll have a fun match, and that's okay. But like, Yeah, he might monkey fuck somebody around the ring yeah. for a little bit. but like, Yeah, it's just, I don't care. But with this being said, so let's go yes, back to the, yeah, to yeah, the, yeah. Right, back uh, to to the, the competition. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Rampage is coming up. We have, oh, so hold on. So, uh, we have SmackDown doing Mm, an over 30 minutes. So that AEW says, Hey, you know where we can beat you is YouTube can be seen all across the world multiple times. Yep. And so if you say like, Oh, we did 2 million on FS one, they didn't, but like, and and AEW only did 990,000. Well, AEW can turn around and say, well, our YouTube buy-in mm-hmm. show with Brian Danielson versus Minoru Suzuki did 4 million views in 24 hours mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Yeah. Who watched what? You know what I right. mean? And they're going to be doing yep. that for the last hour of SmackDown. This is fun. Yeah. This is fun. This like. is real fun. Yeah, and they got Bobby Fish versus Lee Moriarty and Brian Danielson versus Minoru Suzuki on the buy-in. Um so I'm Danielson's going to beat Suzuki here. 
but this match is going to be. Do you think so? Well, maybe not. I can see Danielson losing and being like tip of the cap, you know what I mean? Well, to the legend. Well, or you get Brian Danielson's next feud because we'd mentioned where does Brian Danielson go because Kenny Omega looks like he's going to be getting uh, with a new program or back to the program with Hangman Adam Page. I could easily see Minoru Suzuki, Brian Danielson fuck each other up for 35 minutes. Brian Danielson looks to get a submission. Suzuki Goon. Uh, Lance Hoyt or you know, Lance Archer comes in, says, Hey, Brian Danielson, you ain't doing this to my guy. Clothesline, get the fuck out. Minoru gets the victory. Now on Dynamite, we get Lance Archer and Brian Danielson. Yeah, and then they go do great. their thing. I think he called it. I mean, I he wouldn't be shocked. It. And then Lee Moriarty. Is he still the U.S. champion in IWGP? No, he lost uh, it. He lost it to. Tanahashi. Yes. No, I don't know. We don't fact check. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that. And then you're going to get all the technical fun stuff with Bobby Fish and Lee. The only thing with that is Bobby Fish is so brittle. I'm afraid he's going to rip a hamstring or something. Because yeah. he's supposed to wrestle Brian Danielson on Saturday night on Dynamite. Yep. So, yep. Well, we're also going to get Ruby Soho versus the Bunny. Now, this could be fun. I, You know what would be awesome? Hmm. Let's Let's shock the system. As uh, Undisputed Era used to say, let's have Butcher and the Blade just turn on the bunny and join Ruby Soho. Turn Ruby Soho heel. That's Butcher and the Blade and Ruby Soho. They're the new fucking tandem. We're not with Matt Hardy. Fuck all that shit. We're a new thing. Yeah, get all that, like, uh, I've got bodies in my fucking barn gear off you and go punk with, yeah. with Butcher and the Blade. Now, breaking kayfabe, they won't do that because Blade is married to Bunny in real life. Yeah. So it's like, eh. But do that. Gotcha. Do some shock the system. Well, you might. know what I mean? I mean yeah, you know, minus. People do fucking, yeah. yeah. Uh we'll get CM Punk versus Matt Seidel, which I don't It's know. gonna be fun. They I'm know sure. each other. Yeah. But again, the match isn't the story. The this story isn't is, even building up a new star though. It's like Matt Seidel might not ever wrestle in AEW. <laughs> you know what I mean? For all I know. Well well, He's but that's not the story. Right. But that's not the story. The story mm. is Leo Rush got him this match. Look what he can do for Matt Seidel. The story is Leo Rush, Dante Martin, Matt Seidel. It just happens to have CM Punk because we got to have CM Punk. Yeah. CM Punk must pose. That's the story. And then we get Inner Circle versus Men of the Year and Junior Dos Santos with Dan Lambert and Jorge Masvidal. Uh, interesting times we're living here. I see people very torn about American Top Team's involvement. People hate this or they love it, and I'm on Team Love It. I, I love Dan Lambert, right? Yeah. I think I think what he's yes, doing is great. I love Dan Lambert, yes. Yeah. And and the men of the year. Men of the year with them. And yeah. I like I like American Top Team when it's used as, for example, when Sammy Guevara got jumped. Use them for those things, right? right. No, Junior yeah, Santos is Yeah. That scares me. Yeah. A couple of reasons. Uh, Junior doesn't know his own strength. Mm. I sent you an article from the New York Times or Post, one of them. Yeah. Uh, Breaking ribs. Fucking, yeah, he was fucking around Tony Khan and broke his ribs on accident. Hey, how scared are you when you break a billionaire's ribs? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you shit a little bit? You, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's all the all the, the bodily functions just yeah. come out. You're, you're crying, snotting, mm. shitting, and peeing. Just bleep, there it all is. Yeah. Uh, you think so, he yeah, apologized to Dan Lambert, too? Like, I'm sorry if I got you fired. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and then the other thing is, 
He's such a nice guy. Mm -hmm. So if you're an MMA fan, you know, like Junior DeSantos is on the short list of nicest people in the sport. Okay. Like genuinely the nicest. But will rip your head off. Well, yes, but like he doesn't want to. You right. know what I mean? Like he's yeah, doing. I'm this getting because, paid for this. Yeah. Yeah, he's doing this because he likes the sport. He's not doing this because he wants to stay out of jail and he's yeah, crazy, he, right? Yeah, it's not because his dad used to beat him when he was young and he has right. aggression, right? Yeah, so I just don't know if he's going to be able to, you know, kayfabe, body slam Jake Hager. Like, I just don't know if he's yeah, capable of shit that. at this point. Right. <laughs> if he's going to rough somebody up, let it be Jake Hager, right? Right. And then the other part about this that I find interesting who do you know is vote for. Let maybe tell him that. Maybe whisper in his ear who who Hager voted for. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. know. Maybe. Well, who knows? <laughs> but um, but the interesting part is I think if I'm reading into this, it feels as if we're building up to doing something with Jorge Masvidal. Right? He's going to be on the outside. He need Chris Jericho. Super necessary. Super necessary. All that stuff. Mm. Here's the monkey in the wrench with those plans. It was announced in January, which isn't that far away. He's going to fight. Uh, he's going to be fighting Leon Edwards, who they hate each other, and Leon is very, very good. So, so they got to do that now. Or they just don't, don't do, do it, it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know how this is going to go over, but it should be fun. should be fun. Junior, I, I'm a homer here. Junior Dos Santos is my favorite heavyweight of all time, so I'm biased. So what I got to guess is he's probably been working with Hager, right? since that's a guy who can kind of handle him, you know what I mean, or, or take the beating if he's being a little rough in practice. And they probably worked a couple of spots for him. That's why this is a tag match. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I hope I hope the the end result is Ethan Page or Sc Scorpio Sky comes out of this looking yeah, this like a million kinda dollars. Like, this is kind of like uh, Shaq's match, but if Shaq could fight. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? He's <laughs> gonna come. Shaq in. did great though. Yeah, but that's Shaq what I mean. Like, great. but yeah. like, you know, if Shaq actually had like a punch behind him, like this kind of, you know, what I mean, here comes this big motherfucker in here to like fuck everybody up. Whatever. Shaq coming back. Remember, he just he disappeared. disappeared in the. <laughs> in AEW, he's still missing. He escaped into the forbidden door. He's gonna come back through someday. Yeah, I hope so. Mm -hmm. What if he shows up at GCW? I'm kidding. <laughs> that would be wild. He shows up with his own pizza cutter. It's the Papa John's pizza cutter. And he goes after Nick Cage. I'm emailing Shaq tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? That would be great. A Papa and, and John's. Told him like, hey, look, Domino's got pissed about it. You could come out and be cool about it. And you're trying to like improve yep. Papa John's image, which yep. I mean, he has uh -huh. done to some extent. I'll give him that. Um, Do that. That would be fun. <laughs> That would be great. The Papa John's pizza cutter move of the night. <laughs> you can get yeah. little pizza cutters at, at Papa John's signed yeah. by Nick Gage and shit. Oh, Come on, God. this is fucking money. All right, uh, let's talk about Saturday Night Dynamite coming up. This is fun. Saturday night, we're old. We don't got anything to do on a Saturday night unless you're working a fight. Well, and also we're conditioned as AEW fans that that is a pay-per-view night, right? Mm -hmm. They do their pay-per-views, generally speaking, Saturday on Saturday nights. nights. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I'm not, not hating this idea. So, I'm reading this off a website. So, who knows the order? And this isn't the whole – this is only the card, I think, that's been announced that they know mm -hmm. of. But we've got AAA Tag Team Championships. Uh, Lucha Bros taking on a masked tag team. Now, you think this is the Lucha Bros, guys? Uh, the the um, Lucha Party. Lucha yeah, Party, think, excuse me, yeah, yeah, Lucha Party guys. I think it's the Lucha Party guys. Probably is. 
Now, did they say it's masked? They're both masked. They're a masked tag team. Ah, because you know who I kind of want it to be? Mm. Just to really. They didn't say they'll a... stay masked. Well, that's true. But just to throw. To Wyndham a, Rotunda. A... <laughs> yeah, Wyndham Rotunda. <laughs> Wyndham Rotunda and Sister Abbott yes. are the tag team. Yeah. No, I want just to Matt throw Cardona. a curveball. Throw a curveball in this whole tag team division. I want it to be AOP. Make it some big motherfuckers who scare the shit out of people. Are they both? They've both been released, huh? Oh yeah, they were released a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Where have but they been? But you know what I mean. I don't know. But you know what I mean. Real like, estate, look at the working real. But estate. look at the tag team division, right? So it's yep. all smaller, flippy guys and fun stuff. Now you got Jericho and Hager, but you get what I'm yeah. saying. Like, generally speaking, throw some big fucking coke machines in there and let's have some fun. That's who I want it to be, but it's probably Lucha Party. An interesting match that came on kind of suddenly that I think's got everybody talking that you wouldn't have expected. Dante Martin and Malachi Black. Yeah, what do you think about that? I think Malachi Black is going to win. I think he's going to largely dominate, but I think we'll come away being like, man, that Dante Martin sure got in a few blows here and there and was able to, you know what I mean, hold his own, and we still come away respecting the Dante Martin, right? They're, they're trying to, like, elevate him on this, like, workhorse you know, crowd favorite thing. And I think that'll go a long way where he like, he gets his ass kicked, but it was like, I had a couple of puncher's chances in there. Right. Yeah. So my thought process is this, as we just saw with the buy-in, we just got Minoru Suzuki versus Brian Danielson. Mm -hmm. So they don't necessarily need to all be these big buildup matches, but I think the end goal for Dante Martin right now in his career is a match with Leo Rush. My thought process is on Friday night when it's Matt Seidel and it'll probably be Dante Martin and Leo Rush ringside, we're going to get some type of shenanigans where Leo accidentally grabbed Seidel's foot, didn't even mean to, so sorry, CM Punk wins. Then the next night, we're going to get the payoff of now a feud has started with Leo Rush and Dante Martin. Matt Seidel maybe gets injured on Friday night. He can't be there on Saturday night. Malachi Black gets the victory. So we got CM Punk and Malachi Black looking strong. There we go. But now, out of these two matches, we've created Leo Rush, Dante Martin. Here we go. Next week on Dynamite, we get flips and shits on steroids. That's what I think is going to happen. Yeah. All right. Um, Brian Danielson, Bobby Fish. Brian Danielson's definitely winning that one. Yes, definitely <laughs> winning that one. The thing I'm nervous about, though, is Bobby Fish is going to be like, I'm going to prove my spot. I'm going to fucking go 1,000% with Lee Moriarty. And he's going to hurt himself, and he won't make it the next night. And we're going to have to figure out a backup plan. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what if he joins? Oh, what if he joins Hot a fucking take. elite? Hot take. Whoever they get to stand in will probably be more interesting to me. Well, but what if Bobby Fish joins the elite because he's BFFs with Adam Cole, baby? <laughs> well, yeah, but it'd still be this cool for Adam. starting to feel like the NWO. Well, not yet. They haven't really joined anyone. You know, no one's really j- turned. Yeah, well, well I mean, Adam Cole joined, right? Well, six pack. Yeah. <laughs> a little more Ooh. than six pack. Not as big, though. Yeah. <laughs> Five and a half pack. Yeah. All right. Um, then we get uh, the full bracket will be revealed for the AEW title eliminator tournament with the finals of that tournament taking place at full gear. So, you know. What else to say about that? What does that mean, though? Hold on. Read that again. What does that mean? The full bracket for the AEW title eliminator tournament 
will be revealed. And the finals of that tournament will take place at full gear, which if the finals isn't like you're facing the champion, then it's going to be a right, like a number one contenders match at full gear. Okay. That makes more sense. Okay. Yeah. I was under the impression that the winner takes on Kenny Omega at full gear. Right. But with Adam page hangman getting the mm, right. contract. Yeah. No. So we'll probably get page. Omega at full gear, and then, like, well, you know, I mean, whoever wins that is their first up. Yeah, and then the opponent. finals is right. Christian versus Adam Cole. Cody or Rhodes or some shit, right? Like, yeah. that's how they get Cody Rhodes back. And thought, like, I'll never be the champion, but, like, hey, we'll give you one shot at here, right? You win this title eliminator tournament. Did you see you that it, he did it? He did an interview and he said he still will never go heel in AEW. He's like, I have a child. Is. Like, now you think he I, is? I mean,. With that, and I, that's why he's saying it. He's turning. He's in the middle yeah, of the right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I caught when Arn Anderson said, why don't you paint a star on your face? <laughs> Loved it. <laughs> Loved that. Yeah. yeah, hopefully we see Arn Anderson yeah. again on Saturday night. Fucking pulling out the gap, man. <laughs> <sighs> so, before we move on to our final topic of the night, I mean, any final words about Rampage Dynamite? I'm excited. Uh, I'm going to be traveling on Friday night, so I'm going to have it on the phone as I go up God to damn. Omaha, Nebraska. Ooh. Omaha. Uh, yeah, I got, Omaha. A, got a nephew who uh, is going to be pitching Saturday uh, morning. So Friday night, we're going to hang out. Got my baseball gloves packed up. Uh, but yeah, so as I'm traveling up to Omaha, I'm going to have that on my phone, listening and kind of side eye viewing. So excited for uh, violence. Again, we talked about how you have to have a story and that's what we're into. When you say Minoru Suzuki and Brian Danielson and you just know the violence, you're not watching for the story. You're watching for like, oh, fuck, this might be a real fight here in about three minutes. Like Brian Danielson giving a, a hard kick to Suzuki and Suzuki's like, we said we're not doing this backstage. And then Suzuki like real shoot fighting him. Well, or just saying like, do it harder, you punk. Right. Well, like- just like we, <laughs> we're like, we're throwing the script out. We're really going to fight. That could easily happen. Yeah. And I'm here for it. I love it. Well, all right. Hashtag well. tweet the table. Let's do this. Hashtag tweet the table is a fun, interactive part of the show where you can tell us what to talk about. And because we're the voice of the voiceless, we're the podcast of the people. But only one person did that this week. You guys must have, you know, you didn't catch GCW like we did. So oh, I'll tell you what. Man, it's at Katie First Lady. And I want to bring this up because she responded to somebody who posted a picture that showed, uh, much like they're doing a King of the Ring tournament, they're doing a Queen's Crown tournament in WWE. And presumably we're gonna have a Queen of the Ring, I guess. And cool. so they had a woman tournament, four opening matches, right? And let me break it down on this picture. Zelina Vega versus Tony Storm <clears throat> lasted two minutes and ten seconds. Yep. Dewdrop versus Natalia lasted two minutes fifty five seconds. Hey. Carmella versus Liv Morgan, one minute forty six seconds. And Shayna Baszler versus Dana Brooke, which is not wholly unbelievable on this one. One minute, 21 seconds. That's yeah. That's kind of those, the storyline you're telling, you know, with Shayna. So that one I'll give you a pass on. But yeah, that one, if you were saying, hey, we have to make one of these quick, you'd say yeah. the Shayna Baszler match. I'm okay with that. Yeah. So to get into Katie's thing, you know, somebody was like, they they posted all those and they went women's revolution with, with air quotes, right? Well, they put mm-hmm. actual quotes on the tweet, of course, but, um, she says, well, you know, I think ironically, well, none of them are a champion or Charlotte, Becky, Sasha or Bianca. So why put a focus on them? 
She said, why not make a new star, right? Because they don't know how and when to try to, or when they try to, they make dumbass decisions and kill momentum and kill tag teams and make us not give a shit. Hashtag tweet the table. And yeah, the one thing you could say that WWE had like started doing right over the last few decades had been the women, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they had, they had seemingly done a 180 and were going the other direction than they had always gone. And we were applauding them for that. But nowadays. Well, but here's the thing. She's right where they don't know how to make the new star. So they're going to say our time is going to be in what we know. So let's have Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman do a third segment instead of two segments. And we're going to put our time into that. But like the how you build the star is you've got to give the time to the other people. Like you can't. They don't do care because. Because I bet there's some metrics that we're unaware of, right? That they yeah. have a breakdown. Oh, that they... no, hold on. I, this is something I've wanted to bring up. I know where you're going with this, right? Right? Maybe they're looking at some data and it says, blah, blah, blah. And I think you think that because I think that's how you recognize corporations and businesses work in 2021, right? Everything is fucking, I am a, I, that's what I do is I handle data at, at a company. WWE probably fucking does it in their corporate with some of their like sales and shit, yeah. But Vince McMahon doesn't give a fuck about any of that. I guarantee you, him and Bruce Pritchard don't fuck. If you brought them data on the matches, they'd tell you they'd fucking wipe their ass with it. Tell you, I know how to fucking do this thing. You well, put some fucking women, right? But to a point. But to a point. Because remember, let's go back when Bad Bunny made his first appearance on yeah, Raw, well, yeah. And then that turns into the biggest fucking YouTube video they have. All of a sudden, hey, Bad, Bad Bunny, Bunny you wanna... everything, yeah. right? And so what I think is they're looking at YouTube numbers or whatever the fuck it is, right? And they're like, Liv Morgan, even though yeah, but again, it's a Katie likes her. Prophecy. Like, you're not it giving is. them the time to get over, and then you go, well, they're not getting over. Like, well, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like but, what you said when you were like, well, John Cena's the number one merch seller, but they put 20 shirts of his yeah, and one of everybody else. Right. So who's going to get more sales? Right. Yeah. But here's the thing. Now they're feeling the heat. This is this is classic study the night before a test mentality mm-hmm. from WWE. It is. It's, well, hey, we're fine. We're fine. We're fine. Guys, guys, we're fine. We're cool. Then they go to Rochester and AEW outsells them three to one three in to ticket one. sales. And then they go, fuck. Okay. Hey, I know Roman works. Put Roman in here. Roman. And then, hey, you know what? Do it again. Roman. And then, you know, they like Seth a little bit. Seth. And then Edge. Put Edge. But uh, the women, just show them. Just show them. Just, we show our work, right? Here, Here's the work. And then, bah! And then we're back to Roman. And we're back to Edge. And we're back to uh, Seth Rollins. Or we're back to the big tall guy. Hey, we got a big tall guy. He's, he's black and he's tall. His name is something... I'm also, we don't even know how to say it, but he's here too. Hey, 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 Matt Riddle, he's a pothead. You guys like weed, right? We all like weed. That's cool, right? It's the 90s. Let's have Matt Riddle. Like, they're fucking panic. It's the mm-hmm. night before the test mentality. So, well, we've heard they're that they're, do they're doing rewrites on the on the day of, which, you know, I, sometimes I get to feel AW wrote the script the day of, but I don't feel like they're doing the rewrites the day of. You know what I mean? Like, right, yeah. it's because they sat in there like, what do you guys want to do here? Well, we had an idea of this. Okay, here it is, married up, let's go. Um, yeah. But they have a loose idea of where the storyline's going, that kind of idea, which I think works well. Mm-hmm. But WWE's is, uh, oh, yeah, I don't know. And the whole thing is like, aren't they doing, are they doing the finals of this at this Crown Jewel? 
Tim, I don't know. I don't watch WWE. Like, because are they even allowed to fucking wrestle there? Like, I. Yes, they are. Because. Uh, yeah, but they got to be covered neck to fucking toenail, right? Like, I... uh, to a certain extent. I know. So the first time they ever did it, I think it was Alexa Bliss and Sasha. And yeah, they were fucking. I think that was like the UAE, right? I think that was. Like, yeah. Yeah. Right. But I think, if I recall, and I'm not fact checking here, I think I remember a Natalia match. Where she was just dressed as Natalia, and she got to do a match. Well, there. she's not dressed how she dresses. I guarantee you, out there, she wears almost fucking nothing right. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, 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 Natalia Nightheart. I'm talking about Natty. Yeah. Well, you think she wears ne- next to she nothing? She wears fucking slits all the way down her fucking legs. Oh, she's got yeah, but she's tits hanging covered. out of every fucking thing that yeah, she but does. She's, but she's covered. Like, she's, she's got two fucking bowling balls hanging out of her fucking bra every match she's in. Yeah, I mean, you ain't wrong. You ain't wrong. <laughs> They're there. Uh, I've seen yeah. them. I've noticed them. Yeah, you have. I've noticed them. So <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked on the look what we're doing for women's progress. Here's the finals of our first ever Queens yeah, of the that Ring. that match and went 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, that will be the marathon match. Jesus, man. I just really, like, uh, yeah. They've really regressed in the whole, like, we're giving women time now. Look, they they are pushing Bianca Belair as a thing, and they give Sasha Banks time and Charlotte because, time. But I just but uh. that's because again, it's the night before the test mentality because they know that Bianca, Sasha, Becky, and Charlotte are established. They know they don't have to worry about that. But you want them to put effort into new things? Nah, yeah. nah, 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 nah. We ain't doing nope. that shit. Nope. And uh, that's why we don't really watch anymore. I legitimately don't. Yeah. I'm being serious. I I watch, uh, I, I subscribe to the YouTube channel, which kind of makes me sick, but whatevs. Uh, and so I'll see the videos. If it interests me as far as like the little five second YouTube clip, you know how it'll start to play it a little yeah. bit. And I'm like, oh, let's see, right? Street Profits versus uh, Usos was the last thing mm-hmm. I saw. But I'm not wasting my fucking time on things I don't like. Yeah, it's not bad. We watch what we like. We watch GCW, goddammit. And you should watch GCW. Hit up Kevin Gill. Let him know that you watch GCW. And that you want him to come to Kansas City. Yes. yes. Even if you're not from Kansas City, let him know you want them to come to Kansas City for us. Yes, for us. Right here. Uh, and then I guess watch what you like, but you should watch GCW. And AEW. The Spanish announce table.